Shut up and sit down. Well, hello, hello, hello. Dropping that sick beat. <laughs> Friendship never ends if you want to be my lover. I love this song so much. I don't even know why. I think it's just a song. It's so I, I do know why. So in high school, uh, this song came out I, when I was in high school, maybe before. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, we... Uh, I, I traveled a lot. So in Wyoming, everything's three hours apart, at least. So the closest trip, like there was one school that was about an hour and a half away. That's Evanston. And Rock Springs was like 15, 20 minutes away. But outside of that, the cl- next closest school was like three and a half, four hours. So every time we went on a trip for speech and debate, um, it was a long ass drive. It was an overnight trip. Every versus like here in Salt Lake, you know, the trips are. You just go to the school and then you go home and sleep and you go to the school the next day. We stayed overnight all the time. So long bus rides with staying overnight, we listened to a lot of music and we danced to a lot of music on the bus <laughs> and pissed off a lot of bus drivers. There was a couple that we loved that would, would drive us to most of our stuff. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so that's the song. It's got a little spot. It's a party heart. bus. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's like the fun bus, the Wendover fun bus, only... Less alcohol, because we were all in high school, and it was harder to get alcohol on the school bus. Um, and uh, more stupidity. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. That fun bus is interesting. <laughs> so uh, we are the New Utah Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Chris. Uh, this is our 27th episode. That's crazy. Uh, That's how many years ago the U- Best of Utah was. 27 years. 27 best years. Of so, yeah, we're going to talk a lot today about uh, City Weekly's Best Of. Uh, it just came, well, just came out. It came out like two weeks ago, and we, we've, kind of, we've kind of not really brought it up, but because we are the new Utah podcast and we love all things Utah, we thought we'd talk about it. Uh, well, we least. did have a, a little political issue go on a couple weeks ago, so we've been a tad busy with I don't all know what that. What are you talking about? Yeah, um, you know, we had Thanksgiving and we had a pumpkin-headed piece of shit um, get elected. So, thank you, Mr. Pumpkin-headed President, uh, President-elect. <laughs> Whatever, doesn't matter. Uh, so um, that that microphone moving was uh, my lovely wife Bree, who's joining us this evening. Hi, sorry about that. I was picking up a paperclip off the floor and <laughs> like totally wrapping herself up in cords it's like a, it's like a python has just latched out and wrapped it was, itself oh around my hell. it was not that bad it was wrapped around my arm once so uh we also have jeremy hello uh, jeremy from salt city home designs that is me thank you very much um, who is probably still doing designs even though they're still, still busy around. still busy yeah uh so your park city folks that think you're going to be able to do something for it's them? not happening <laughs> You're like you can still pay me. It's you're gonna. It's gonna be spring yeah. before remodels, happen, interior remodels, no problem. But yeah, new construction, not gonna happen. Because we got dumped on. We got we had this debate before uh, we came on air of how much snow we got last night. 
Uh, but three to four inches. Two inches. <laughs> no, you were not shoveling it. There were three to four inches on the I driveway. I can see what's on the grass. Yeah, it the was The grass melted. holds more snow than the driveway. It's melted. No. No. It melted. Today. No. It did not melt. You didn't shovel it. It was three to four inches. It was not. So anyway, so I got, got three to four inches. Night. Jeremy got half a foot. I got about six. Yeah. Just got I, I, I kind of believe that Jeremy might have actually gotten six. Out but I don't know. Even he didn't seem to know that two inches was two inches a minute ago. So. Well, your hands were held up like six inches apart. So. They, two and a half inches. We went and got a tape measure. <laughs> yeah. And that was like... That was after Jeremy pseudo measured with, with the my water bottle, water bottle yes, and then you measured the water bottle. It scored. And it's got your hands marks. slowly, oh, that's like, almost invisibly got smaller and smaller down to two inches. Because they started here, right? I'm not no, crazy. They did not. They started like six no. inches apart. And I always hate it because I say. <laughs> It's an inch, and I mean that's like an inch. between my fingers, not between my. Yes, it is. Well, then don't have fingernails that long. Look at her. Now she's shrinking her fingers. I, I can already see them shrink. Um, They're shrinking already. She thinks she's like the master. It's no. an inch. No. It's an inch. Regardless. Uh, so Jess got no snow. Yeah, she lives in a weather vortex, I hear. Do you ever get snow? You know, people can't hear you if you say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like leaned way back away from the mic, not talking into it. <laughs> Shaking your no head. Who cares? Okay. So, you know, I thought you were a professional, but clearly it's amateur. Yes, I asked a <laughs> <Yay>! meteorologist. <laughs> was it Dan Pope? Did you if, no. Dan. Was it was Ben it, Winslow? No, absolutely not. Nope. Ben Winslow what? is not a weatherman. Frankenweather, what's his name? <laughs> no, I didn't. But we box together. He boxes at my gym. Who's he? Do you I punch him in the Frankenweather? Do you ever box him in the face? Like no, it's not. I already asked her. Person on person is bags. Not what? There's no person on person? Just what? Who? Just hitting Boxing. old bags. There's a unless you're in the ring, there is no sparring. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm it's glad. a good workout. I'm sure it is. She actually. invited me to go with her. That was the first thing I asked because I didn't like it when I was in taekwondo and people hit me. Yeah, it wasn't awesome. so much when people <laughs> hit you. It was when you had to hit other people. It's true. I can take a hit, but I didn't like hitting. Like you other won't people. even get in a sword fight with me with your fake sticks. Whoa! No, well, they're That's real so- sticks. But and you know how she catches things. She can't, you can't see this, but she catches things. I don't like waving do that. Her arms frantically I just move out them. of the way. <laughs> it could be like it could be like a, a a bag full of feathers, and she would. I would still catch like a bag full of no. Liar. You should go boxing, <laughs> Jess. That'd be cool. I know. I told her that I needed to, but the problem is, is I'll get hooked on it because I would like it, and I don't have the money to do that right now. Such is life. Uh, I even have the gear already. Well, some of it. The maybe. boxing gloves. You don't have boxing yes, gloves. Yes, I do. I thought you just had regular nope, like. I have point spar gloves and I have boxing gloves. What weight? Ten. Those are light gloves. Well, no it was for taekwondo. It wasn't See? actual so boxing. You need like yeah, 16. Jess could box. What do you roll with? Like twenty ounce gloves, Jess? You wear yeah, like yeah, a right. pound and a half on each hand. No. <laughs> Picking gloves is hard. I just bought my first pair after three years. My first new pair a few months ago, and it's hard to pick out gloves. <laughs> Anyway, enough about boxing and snow. Uh, we are going to talk to, uh, what's her name? Emily, uh, <laughs> Emily Park. <laughs> Couldn't think of her last name. <laughs> Emily Park. She's with um, uh, Indulge Eats, which is a local Utah company. Uh, the Caramel Queen. Yeah, holy crap. Those caramels are freaking delicious. Uh, she also makes marshmallows and curd and some chocolate. She makes some vegan chocolate. And oh, uh, cool. she's getting into bread. Breads. Um, bread. 
So you can not sweet breads because those aren't bread and they're not sweet. No, because that's gross. <laughs> I hear they're delicious, and I've always wanted to try them. No, oh. uh, nothing like eating some brain and kidneys. You had sweet breads in Scotland, didn't you? I didn't eat a lot in Scotland. <laughs> I was on the go. I drove 800 miles in five days. Like did you have haggis? I did. I ate a lot of haggis, actually. Did you really? I love it. I had it fried. I had it with breakfast. That's a I had it on a burger. Actually, the burger was the, that burger place was amazing in Edinburgh. It was awesome. And the girl it was, they had this amazing light set up on the main, on the high mile. And, uh, the girl held my table. She gave me an umbrella. Like, they were so accommodating. Her name was Jade. That was like a year ago today, probably. No, in a couple days. Edinburgh was in a couple more days. Way to be today so was the start specific. of my distillery tour tours. That's awesome. What? Awesome. It was awesome. Jealous. So, uh, what do we got going on this week, Jess, event-wise? Uh, last week, I brought up the Festival of Trees, and that officially starts this week on the 30th, which is Wednesday, hopefully while you're listening. Uh, that goes till the 3rd, and that's at the Southtown Expo Center. Uh, all purchases there, um, if there are trees left over after the main bid night, goes to the Primary Children's Hospital. Um, Do they ever have trees left over, though? Yeah. Yeah, there are usually a few that are left to be bid on. Doesn't your work buy? A I, trees? My work buys a tree every year, and then they they give it away. That's really cool. Give it away, give it I away. Love it. Yeah. Isn't they that where our 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 the glitter, glitter tree, tree up came there from? Came from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. You get to they like break parts of it up. Like if there's things that are underneath, which they're usually. They I don't think like, I've ever seen a tree without anything yeah, underneath. They like list them or specific ornaments or whatever if there are things that are easy, and then we can go and s- sign up, and then they draw names for it. And I actually won something while I was in. Hawaii? Was it Hawaii? That yeah, we were in that? Hawaii. That's cool. That's a, that's really cool of our company to do. Yeah, so every single year we get a new tree, a new theme. Last year it was like a patriotic theme. Just get whatever from I need to go again. I haven't been since I did the tree five years you know, ago. It's a little late. for about 10 years. But I think making a great... 15. Make a make America great again tree would have been. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was right in the eye. Holy cow! You could have poked my eye out with, with one hundred and fifty dollar ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> How about no? Well, trucker hats that say <laughs> "Make America Great Again." This is me rolling my eyes couple, that you can't see. Couple swastikas on the tree, which people can't even yeah. draw. Have you that's, seen that's those? Actually, I actually think that's what you put on the top of the tree for the <laughs> a star. Swastika. Is a swastika <laughs> on the Trump tree. Although I do like all the people that change it Jewish into the star. Windows logo. <laughs> Make the swastikas that people draw onto the Windows logo. Well, it's not it's that difficult. Depressing. You know, that wasn't a, that actually. I'm okay that people don't know how to draw them correctly. Well, you know, it wasn't such a bad symbol until the Nazis made it one. It was, True. It was yeah, it has a total really different mean meaning. This is a symbol for luck. Yeah, initially, mm-hmm. some luck they had. <laughs> well, they did for a little while. <laughs> they had the luck of us ignoring them for too long. Thousand year Reich only lasted seven years. Yeah, that's years. what happened. That's how yeah. Trump got elected. We ignored him for too long. Uh, mm. So what Let's else go is going on? Events. Events. Okay. Uh, I don't so, know how we go from festival of trees to Hitler, but somebody mentioned snow. making an America great again tree. Yeah, you jackass. So there are a couple of really awesome Christmas festivals um, that are not the festival of trees going on. The Winter Fair is happening. Up at the 
oh, I think it's at the Davis Convention Center. Uh, the Utah Winter Fair is what it's called. Fair with an E at the end. And that goes the 2nd to the 4th. And it's a lot of local uh, knick-knacky vendors, a lot of uh, art. And they have a lot of performers through those couple of days. And then at, this is a place uh, from the 1st to the 3rd is the Chris Kindle Mart. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, but it goes, it's a free event. Uh, there's 50 vendors. They have daily parades. Goes from 11 to 8 each day. They have the, they have the vintage carolers walking around. Yeah. It's, it's like old, old Christmas market style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another event that I would like to bring up is World AIDS Day, which is on the first. And, um, I just wanted to read this information from Q Magazine. And it says, while according to the Utah AIDS Foundation, HIV incident rates in the state of Utah are lower than national rate, Salt Lake County's incident rate has risen over the last five years, according to the CDC. Um, because many people believe that HIV is not a problem in Utah or that it doesn't affect them, they're not tested. And according to Utah, all newly diagnosed individuals had already progressed to age at the time of diagnosis. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, it does suck. Anyway, so the first, there's a lot of events that are going around town. Um, the mayor's office and the Salt Lake City Council are going to issue a joint resolution in honor of World's A World AIDS Day. The city and county building will be lit up in red. Uh, there will be a... Um, a sing-along that is going to be the film version of Rent, uh, oh, U wow. Utah Film Center. I, I love, love that. I love, I love that Rent. Show. Um, you can't show everyone and just ignore me. No, he's he's going to. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to wait until you're yeah, done yeah, yeah. reading. Um, so the sing-along is from three to five fifteen at uh, the main library. There will also be some other uh, film screenings as well. There's going to be HIV testing and counseling at the city library from 9 to 6 p.m. And the annual Red Party, which is a the Utah AIDS Foundation holds. Uh, this is the 12th annual, um, and all proceeds benefit the Utah AIDS Foundation. Uh, there's also an event up at Weber as well, and they will be screening The Normal Heart. And if you haven't seen that movie, it's... It's amazing. That's interesting to hear that the uh, the the AIDS you know the HIV AIDS diagnosis here is is growing and that it's it's only happening you know after full blown AIDS. It's, is it because people just don't get tested, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's what it's by the time that they do. It said in and it also says in 2014 in Utah. <laughs> is it buzzing again? Yeah. Sorry. Um, in 2014, uh, in Utah, one in five um, all newly diagnosed individuals um, had already progressed, um, and only 22% of the adult population has ever been tested for HIV. That's, a, that's pretty crazy. So are they basically saying if you're sexually active at all, you should probably just be tested just in case? Why not? Here's what I'm saying. Wear a goddamn condom. 
Wrap your jimmy. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> okay, gen- but condoms are, I mean, that. sex is not the only way that AIDS can be You're right. It's transmitted. Not. It's not. <laughs> we have a huge meth problem here in Utah. Don't share needles. Needles are involved in. Right, but I mean, there's like if you're a drug addict, it. I think that that's probably the last thing you're thinking of when you want to It's fix. not. It's not the 1980s uh, and the Reagan administration telling us that you can fucking get AIDS from sharing a soda with someone that has AIDS anymore. We know how people get it. We know how it's transmitted. There are steps. But when you you're a drug it. addict, you don't care about that. That's true. Don't so, you watch Law and Order SVU? And the average lifespan of a meth user is five years. Of a habitual meth user is less than five years. And in that five years, how many people can they spread it to? A lot. Is the point. <laughs> just get tested. Yeah. Free testing on bad. World AIDS Day. It might Day be interesting to just go get tested just to be a good example. Like, <laughs> why not? See if you <laughs> To all the meth people. Hey, I'm getting tested. You should come too. No, I, I think that. Well, I, you know, I work downtown. I could just grab a few people as I walk over to the <laughs> You're right them, across the street. Grab them, I know. Grab them from There's the side be of your like office. There's like 10 people between me and the library, and I so literally last, work on the other side this, of the this library. Past, this past summer, they had a, uh, a homeless camp set up shop on their front steps, basically. No, not basically. On our, our front steps, like, go down three <laughs> steps into, like, a little. Like, yeah, and there's like little benches and stuff. Straight up, and there were like camp. ten people that were, I guess, camped there all weekend. And the first person that came into our office on Monday had to call the police, and so they moved off of our property out onto the big park strip because where I work, the park strip is like the big, like it's huge, six it's a city foot, park strip. It's the six foot one though, like it's the big edge. So they moved out there. Technically, they can't really kick them off there. It's public; it doesn't belong to us. It's public, and they have a right to camp there. Well, they don't have a right to camp there, but the police have to give them 24 hours to vacate. Yeah. Well, so now not, all, not we don't have them by our front door anymore. Now we just have them right in the street, like people sitting there in their pajamas and stuff eating right in front of our business. And so we had to call the police back. And so the police said, you should sit you, down and have breakfast. On day. They said, yeah. if you move over to the park, we promise we won't bother you at the park. For your 24-hour period is how the police finally got them off our, essentially our front lawn. Yeah. Because you can't now, have 10 people. I mean, they had and they've like, had they've had problems with with people breaking into their garage. We had like bars equipment. on our garage, and some guy like cut the bars and was like stealing stuff. Nobody no. noticed that one of the bars was missing for like three. Or these four are like days these are like hardcore awesome. iron bars that he like chiseled out. But he like yeah he somehow like saw <laughs> used a hacksaw yeah. sawed it off. So anyway, so we had to replace that. Sneaky you remember when people. Dave the Flower Guy's shit got stolen? This summer? Yes, yes. It was yeah, his stuff from gets stored stuff. in their garage. Oh, right? that's lame. So they have an underground garage, and that—that's where. But it yeah, he the, the so I I work in insurance. Yeah, you can all hate me. It's fine. Um, he he refuses to insure his stuff. Like if he would insure his stuff, then he could get it. But he refuses, and it's not very expensive. Like they've priced it out for him and said like. Hey, look, if you he's old school, but he just he refuses to do it. And so they warned him. They're like, "Okay, we found a breach in our garage. So don't. So all of his new stuff is still his his latest new stuff. Well, and their their garage is resecured. They changed the bars. This has been this has been a a year now. Yeah. But But the last time it was broken arrow protocol. He well. And then he like left his keys in the (laughs) thing and they took his keys and I'm like, well, now they just have to wait for him to walk away from his mower somewhere and they have the keys to it. That's so sad. he just, he's funny. He just, he sits in our kitchen sometimes and plays on his phone and 
he walks around and has little chats with us. He never comes upstairs. I work upstairs, so I only see him if I'm like downstairs in the kitchen. But he's funny. He's a funny guy. So anyway, uh, is that it? World <laughs> is AIDS that Day? it? Are you done? Sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's just, I got into that story. It's fine. World AIDS Day is it. That's it. So how was everyone's uh, Thanksgiving? It was delightful. It was lovely. There were only six people. It was calm. Yeah, it was kind of nice, actually, to, to have such a mellow Thanksgiving uh, after <laughs> laying tile and grouting tile. <laughs> the it two looks nights lovely. Prior. <laughs> it does look good. Uh, Bree did a lovely job. You helped a little. Uh, yeah, a little. I helped scrub up the grout, um, so not that much. Um, but uh, it looks great. looks great. How was, uh, Jess, how was the uh, drag dinner? That was on Friday, right? Yes, it was on Friday, and it was packed, and it went a lot more smooth than last month did. <laughs> um, yeah, it was good. I basically did almost all the cooking. What'd you make? It's just like appetizer stuff, so like a lot of chicken and fries and mozzarella sticks and... We have like sliders, so not like, like pork bacon sliders, bacon wrapped dates, and no. things like that. That would be what I make at my own house if I had company. Bacon wrapped <laughs> dates are so yeah. good. Um, no, it's we made the menu much more simple. Like we have just a, a like cold appetizer table that like just veggie tray and like meatballs that people can get, and then it, we have a menu on the table that they can order appetizers but people were like ordering we never thought we were gonna because people just kept ordering and we were like we have to shut down the kitchen because we don't want to be there all night (laughs) like the kitchen because the show right and the show starts at seven the doors open at 5 30 and so like that's plenty of time for people to get in get their food ordered and like last month we closed the kitchen i don't know at like 7 30 but it just kept going this time, and we were like, there's only two of us in the kitchen. And so we were just like, uh, can we call it good? But it went well. Well, that's so, good. Good to hear I it. Guess. Glad to hear it. Uh, when is it going to be this next? Because Christmas, do you guys do one between Christmas and New Year's? Uh, yes. So there will be brunch, and there will be dinner. But I... Don't have dates on that. I should have dates. I just show up. Well, I was just thinking because uh, it's always the I'll last, tell you. Last well, we Saturday, they right? switched. No. So they actually switched them around. Um, so one is the 18th. And I don't remember. Hold on. And I can tell you. So. Oh, man. Christmas is on a Sunday, Yes. Right? Yeah, yes, it is. So December 18th um, is our brunch. And I say ours, like it's mine, um, is brunch. And then they're doing dinner on the 30th and then a New Year's Eve party on the 31st. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. Well, <laughs> I just um, ripped my headphones off. I guess now we'll talk about the best of Utah. So, in for those of you not familiar with Utah or for those of you that live in Utah and you're in like a freaking hole under a rock somewhere, um, City Weekly is a local publication. Um, you see them all over the country, um, not City Weekly specifically, but usually uh, in a city the size of Salt Lake or bigger, you'll have a, a smaller paper that's a weekly publication that's usually free. Local um, events. Yeah, local events, local restaurants and bars and, um, you know, 
much more liberal news in most cases. Um, good in-depth stories. So their stories will typically be, you know, their cover stories are typically six, seven, eight pages long uh, and go in-depth and have a bunch of side stories to accompany them versus, you know, a newspaper, which you're going to get. It's kind of like a podcast versus a radio. Oh, <gasps> look at you go. Yeah. I mean, that's a good comparison. So they get to go in-depth. So impressed. So Thank City you. Weekly has been around Every for... Every once in a while, I bring my A-game. <laughs> it's the caramels. <laughs> uh, I think so. And City- the hand pies. So that's all the sugar. Yeah, just did, just to bring us her hand pies. I had more sugar in the last like hour than I've had in the last month. <laughs> no, same actually. I, I wish that were true, but I had Thanksgiving and I had like oh yeah, that's true. Two different sweetbreads and two slices of different pies, but not sweetbreads. The brains, not sweetbreads like no, like <laughs> breakfast breads, like like an orange bread and a pumpkin chocolate, chocolate bread, chip bread, orange bread, whatever. Jess is looking at me like I'm an idiot. No, I'm just listening. Uh, anyway, um. <laughs> Yeah, so City Weekly's been around for a long time. 27 years for the Best of Utah. Yeah, and they, they do every year a Best of Utah. Now... And it grows. Uh, it, it's freaking huge. But there's but it's not anything that's suggested. It's you throw in what you think. They give a bunch of categories, and then you name what you think, and then they go through it. Yeah, it's all, it's all right in, and everyone can take the survey. It's usually this time of year, so I think it closed in like early October this year or something like that. Um, but you, you just go onto their site and you vote. Uh, anyone can vote. Um, and then they have a whole bunch of edit- editors' picks and stuff as well. This is the first year that I've seen editors' picks like this. Yeah, I think. I, I've never seen this. And they're many. hilarious. There, there's usually some editors' picks, but, uh, uh, I've never seen this many. There's always a best Utah and there's a worst Utah. Um, you know, Shannon Barnson from The Geek Show won Worst Utah because. Because he wanted to. Because The Geek Show has a base of listeners that will vote. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know that. You know that. And that's no. why, so you Whenever know Whenever you see him wear the hat that the says worst, the worst. worst. I, I haven't so seen that. So he had a line of trucker hats made up to say worst. He's got worst on a shirt with his face on it mm-hmm. that he has sold as a result of that. Awesome. I think it actually says worst Utah. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. The hat just says worst, but I think the shirt says worst Utah. Because <laughs> he decided he wanted to win it, and so everybody voted him in. Yeah, he's like, like two I, I think or three at that, years ago. I think at that point it was like Butters, Chris Butters, that was always winning. Um, and uh, they kind of just said, mm, that's an award Shannon can get. Let's have Shannon win that so that Butters just doesn't go to the party and not that he ever went, but so they have a big party that's actually happening this week. But I thought, uh, since we are all about the new Utah, we talk about the best yeah. of Utah. Um, one thing I will say is it is Utah <laughs> and, uh, we're not going to cover everything. I mean, it's freaking huge. You can go out to their website and look at it. I mean, there's, there's literally probably 200, 232 pages to be exact of, of material here. So, um, once they get the votes in, they do write pieces, blurbs on all of these places um, that, that place. Now, it is Utah, and so we're going to go through some of the categories and probably poke some fun at, at some of the decisions, like Zupa's being the second best soup place in Utah, <laughs> uh, which is really sad. It's a Utah-owned. Um, it's so... Uh, I don't think that you Zupa's is. Zupa's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was started here. Are you sure? Positive. Private by some BYU students, if I had to guess. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, there's, there's sometimes you'll see chains, which is, is kind of comical. But for the most part, Central it's Lions. all local Utah, uh, and it's things that we love. And, uh, we're going to start with the, uh, the reader stuff, I think, and then we'll go on to some of the editorial stuff. But, uh, just right off, off the bat, um, 
the very first readers thing was the best elected official. Um, now, keep in mind the City Weekly's audience is primarily a liberal group, uh, but the best elected official is Jackie Biskupski. I agree with that. I do too. Who uh, is the mayor of Salt Lake City, um, and she is an openly gay mayor. And, and mar- is, recently married. And recently married. And it is absolutely fantastic that we can have an openly gay mayor in the biggest city yeah. in one of the most conservative ass backward states in the country. It's freaking awesome. It's it awesome. freaking awesome. So um Plus she's just kind of fun. She was at the she was at Comic Con and read like a cute little declaration that her office put together for Comic Con Day and yeah, I she's mean, just kind of fun. I met her as a legis- when she was a legislator, um, gosh, like eight years ago or whatever. And she's she's just always kind of been kind of a cool person. Now Misty was in the uh, editorial one, right? Yes, yes. Okay. But let's make note that Ben McAdams and Jim DeBacchus are second and third place, and both of those dudes are super awesome. Yeah, Jim DeBacchus also an openly gay uh, member of the legislature, or did he quit the legislature now? No, he's still. I, he I know think he's he still in, has involved in the Democratic Party, but a little also bit left. I openly gay and married as well, right? I don't know if he's married or if he's just a partner, but I think um, he just has a partner. Yeah, really cool. Um, so I I don't know about Jeremy, but I know for Bree and Jess and I, uh, Radio from Hell is almost a religion in the morning. Um, and if I'm going to listen to terrestrial radio and it's not a sports station, ESPN 700, by the way, would be the sports <laughs> station for me. Uh, it's X96. I don't really listen to much else. Uh, if I'm in a hip-hop mood, occasionally I'll turn to their sister station, 92.1, but uh, not very often. And while you're talking um, about that, um, best local Twitter feed was Ben Winslow, but second place was Carrie, at RFH Carrie from... And third place, interview. ironically enough, was the Geek Show podcast, which is Carrie Jackson. So, yeah, I got to say, he's, if he's you, like he's like splattered. Th- splattered if you don't follow Ben Winslow on Twitter, you really should. The he's guy actually hilarious. does. He's a really cool dude. <laughs> he's got a lot of he's great actually, things to say. He shares a lot of fun stuff. He's actually liked a couple of our tweets. He's he a cool guy. Awesome. Where he goes. So Ben's a Ben's a great guy. Um, if you guys care about any of the other politicians, we'll talk about Misty in a little bit. Not really. Um, no. So there's always a best Utah and a worst Utah. Uh, this year, the best Utah was John Huntsman Senior. Which now, if you are uh, if you're familiar with Utah at all, John Huntsman Senior is a Republican. Um, he was the governor of Utah and quit being the governor of Utah to be the ambassador to China for the Obama administration right when Obama took power. Which, unfortunately, gave us Gary Herbert. Oh, incidentally was, enough, incidentally, worst the worst Utah. Utah but it wasn't as bad Republican. as it could be. So, um, But John Huntsman Sr., so he may be a Republican, but the guy, um, I think he is, he's probably more liberal than most of the Democrats in the state of Utah. Like and he's a he's a fairly moderate guy. Um, the he's Huntsman Institute, the Huntsman Cancer yeah. Institute. That family has done which more is huge here in for for Utah and Salt Lake than anybody. Well, so, and even beyond that, the world. I mean, what Huntsman the, the stuff energy, that, the stuff that Huntsman Cancer does is is just world groundbreaking, world renowned. It's research. like Tony Stark. Like rivals, <laughs> like when you when you think of like cancer think research so. centers, no. you think of like Kaiser. You think of of the Mayo Clinic. Mayo. 
whatever. You say mayo, and you I think of mayo. and you think of the Huntsman. Center, Let's call the whole thing off. Uh, the Huntsman Cancer Institute. I mean, they're they're that good at what they do. So, um, also news. So he on, deserves it. That's my point. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And I I hope that he runs for Senate. There's buzzings today that I'm pretty sure he will. I think Orrin Hatch might actually die before 2018 rolls around. <laughs> Um, and if, if he not, doesn't, is he that your dead get out? Yeah, Let's I, write this down right now. I think Harry Herbert be. really He's does deserve close. the worst. That's what we should. That's what you guys should do before the end of the year. You guys should do a 2017 which, dead. Which, by the way, by the way, going back to the worst is Gary Herbert, but second place is Mike Lee. Yeah, and, and third place, and you guys voted him back in. Yeah, no, they, I didn't. They voted all three of them back. Oh, yeah, in. talking to me. To be fair, all <laughs> three of them. All three of them got voted. Well, probably not. We don't uh, know what your ballot said that you mailed in. I do think it's worth <laughs> mentioning um, the uh, essentially the runner up for best Utah was uh, Tyler Glenn from the Neon Trees. Who, who won the editorial? Pick. Yes, who won the editorial? Yeah, and and absolutely, I I think Tyler, the stuff he's done this year um, is some of the bravest, hardest stuff probably anyone's had to go through, and he's done it in such a public manner that. Uh, I think says a lot. I think it's I super applaud. helpful to the community that he is being so public about it because I'm sure that there are other kids who are struggling through that s- exact same thing and to have a role model well, come and out and say what he's going Misty through. Misty Snow is another example right. this year. Yeah, exactly. that people Give people the strength to be able to be who they are and not be uh, embarrassed or ashamed or... And do something great with themselves. And right. so that does not define who they are. That is a part of them, but that does not define right. who they the are. The other, that they've done other things. Like Tyler Glenn <clears throat> isn't famous because he's a gay Mormon per- person. He's famous because he's an amazing artist. Or Misty K. Snow isn't famous because she's, well, transgender. Maybe, but, but I mean, she ran for Senate and she did a good job and she had a great platform. And I think that that's amazing. Best bookstore, King's English. Hey, I had that one marked too. Oh, <laughs> you guys are so cute. We, we talk about the King Ex- King's English a lot. Even if you're not interested in buying a book, go see the bookstore. So like like 10 years ago, they carried my books. That's cool. I they were the only ones, weren't they? There. No. Actually, there were a few me. others. but <laughs> I carry your books. They're over there somewhere. Yay. Uh, he can't even get libraries to take them now. <laughs> you're making me cry. <laughs> He's a... He's a poet. He's a uh, like a self help author. I don't know. What? I don't know what your other books are. You wrote two poetry books and what Three else? Three poetry books. Three poetry books. Two novels. And Novel. They're novels. novels. They're not. Oh, I thought they were like self help well, books. They're kind of. No. Like loose, very loosely based on like it's an architect. Do you have them? <laughs> do you have them sold on Amazon? Absolutely. Do you still make money on? And like once a Never year, once I get five dollar check. Yeah, once a year the royalty <laughs> check comes, and you know it's like a nickel. Go get a coffee. <laughs> 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 hey, coffees are expensive these days. Damn it! Uh, no, Kings of English is uh, really cool. Um, so that doesn't su- su- surprise me at all. Best boutique, I- Iconoclad is second. I like I like their That's Twitter a- stuff. They their social media pre- presence is astounding for a local new company. And I, I got to say, Iconoclad actually got um, best uh, thrift store. I think. Uh, as well. What's that other one in Sugar House that's really cool? You think I could remember this? Mr. Rags? Mr. or Pibbs Exchange. Pibbs Exchange. That's not cool. Mr. Pibbs Exchange. Mr. Pibbs. They didn't make the list, but they're pretty cool. Well, Damn, you know, Dr. Mr. Pibbs. It's always a lovely drink. Dr. Pepper yeah. knockoff bastards. 
What the little? It's like it's like the old original Mountain Dew with the hillbilly on it. Did you know, by the way, Mountain Dew was originally created as a chaser for whiskey? Yep. Not surprising. Not surprising. It's good. No wonder you like Mountain Dew so much. You know what we used to do in high school? So in Wyoming, Everclear comes in fifths. That's right, kids. You can buy it in a fifth, not just a pint. Uh, and you can just buy it. You don't have to get any special counter wave of the magic hand to get the Everclear. Uh, you can make jungle juice with it. Or what you can do uh, jungle juice <laughs> is drink about a quarter of a two liter of Mountain Dew, fill it back up with Everclear, and you have Everdew. Everdew. <laughs> and you'll be good for the night. Just That's with disgusting. that. Uh, Speaking books. of drinks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Comic book stores. Dr. Bolts, Black Cats Comics, and the Nerd Store. Yeah, all, all great comic shops. I actually like the Nerd Store quite a bit. Um, doesn't surprise me Dr. Bolts got number one. They are kind of the premier comic book store these days here in the state. So, And Black Cats up north, right? Are they Ogden? I think so. You used to do stuff with Black Cat, I thought. Yeah, I did, but I never went to the actual store. I went to Dr. Bolts, I went to the Nerd Store, but I never actually went to Black Cats. Your list is all business. Uh, like I clearly love food a lot because I picked all the food. Well, I've got <laughs> my, the whole... next, my next one was like Lucky Thirteen. See, I was actually kinda... that's delicious. Yeah, I was actually. I'm glad it's, go a good, it's a good balance. And Taqueria. Well, it's kind of going in order. I figured we hit the restaurants in bulk here in a minute. Yeah. Um, one of the things that really caught I didn't my... get the memo. Apparently, well, I'm I just I just was going. In We're the just order making this shit up as we go. You know, it's <laughs> fucking scripted or anything. <laughs> This isn't um, radio. But it's I was podcast. Like, so one thing that I found really interesting <laughs> is there were a, a whole game. bunch of best hiking trail, um, best bird watching, outdoor shit. Because when I think back to the interviews that we've had over the last 26 episodes, 27 oh, yeah. including today, what's the biggest theme that people have said that everyone has to do in Utah? It's been get outside. Well, get that's outside. Perfect. Go because two of mine are outdoor things that I picked. <laughs> They're yeah. not in order. So, you know, the, the, Good job, Jess. the best beginner's hiking trail is Donut Falls. I've never even heard of Donut um, Falls. I see. I'm serious. I'm not a huge hiker. Do you well, really see me hiking? No, no, but... Do I look like a hiker to you? No, but don't fall people. So it's a three and a half mile hike. So oh. I think it's... So uh, there's, there's a, there's a rock at the top and the water goes through it like a... Like, like a, a donut. donut? Yeah, it's yeah. a little waterfall. Oh, it's clever. It's, um, <laughs> it's a, Utah it's a, is known for its cleverness. It's a pretty easy hike um, hey. off of Big Cotton Pines. beginners. Big Cotton Pines. Yeah. Uh, the best advanced hike is Mount Olympus. Uh, I know that. Which I, I know quite a few What's people. What's the caves? The Timpanogos. Timpanogos. Sounds uh, cool. And you can hike up Timpanogos as well. Never really ever gone on a real decent like hike. I don't even own shoes that I would hike in. That is true. We should go this summer. We should do Just, some hiking. We'll have to get her some hiking. Take, we can take the dogs with us. Get some hiking shoes. Go hiking. Um, She's not convinced. Best bird watching. <laughs> <laughs> Farmington Bay Waterfowl Management Area. It's pretty cool up there, but that doesn't sound very pretty. Antelope Island waterfall was management area. Of course, after well, this last summer, one Antelope like Island cementy. pretty much burned to the ground. I'm not sure there's much to see out there. Yeah, it was yeah crispy. It'll grow back. It will grow back, and the birds Man, the birds will still be there. It was in the forest. It is. It is what it is. Anyway, I, I just thought it was cool that they listed that stuff. Jess, you had some other outdoor stuff as well. I do. So in Wasatch County, it says best hot pot, which makes me giggle. When Jeremy said it, I was like, "Why?" Well, that's it's when I think of hot pot, I think of food. 
Chinese food of hot pots. <laughs> or Korean. <laughs> Korean. <laughs> yeah. But then I was like, oh, you mean hot springs, <laughs> which I don't know if that's just how City Weekly ended up like no, naming I think that's them. A, that's a Utah thing. It might be. Anyways, so it has the homestead listed, which is up in Midway. Um, but there are so many other hot pots. Hot springs, hot, hot springs. springs. That's I, yeah, that's uh, why. I, that's why when I said that, I a hot pot. I didn't know what that was. I like lava yeah. hot springs up in Idaho. Well, uh, I like Thermopolis up okay. in Wyoming. So yeah. locally, we have Crystal Springs. <laughs> there are Spanish. There are. Um, there, there's one in Spanish. There's some Fork, in Spanish yeah. Fork. There used to be some in Saratoga Springs, but I think all of that is built over now. Because um, <laughs> why not? Yeah, because why not? Fuck, let's, let's no, it used to be let's like a little and shit on top well, of extremely. No, it used to be area. like a little like water park, oh, yeah. just, like back in the day. Oh, yeah. Free radiant um, floor heating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 truth, on truth, swimming pool. Actually, truthfully, in areas like that, geothermal is a legit like, way to go. Yeah, it always were. It, what was the? Was it Dante's Inferno when they got in the hot? the hot spring and they like burned to death because the volcano was going on. I, I thought that was just like the lake and it like ate through the boat. Is that the one you're thinking? No, no was, they actually like hiked up and they like... That was Yellowstone Park like two, what, two or three weeks ago? No, that, I know that. Guys? No, that really did happen. No, that I know. That's what I'm in. saying. I got, no, it was in a movie. No, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah, that's what he I was thinking. But it wasn't, in. you're not thinking about the Kay. one that no, there's the a boat? No, no, no. Let's go back to Yellowstone. There's a boat that gets eaten. I'm not done. Let's go back to Yellowstone. No, I'm trying to figure out this movie that Jess is talking about because I've seen all these volcanoes movie i'm talking about oh, real there's life video here. of it too so this dude in yellowstone decides oh look these these hot pots all right so hot pots hot springs whatever you want to call them like you go to thermopolis wyoming idaho fall or, or even the uh, one at homestead yeah, homestead they're fine they're hot water well, and they're regulated though yeah and, and they're they're they're, but they're hot taken water. care of but it's it's hot water it can be really hot um in yellowstone they're it is Dante's Peak. <laughs> <laughs> they are volcanic. Not, yeah, they're not I mean, like technically show. all of them are volcanic, but in Yellowstone, they're not 120 degrees. That's a fucking crater. There is magma <laughs> close to the surface on these things, which means it's not just so, water. Yeah, it's not just water. The guys like we wanted to go take a dip in the hot springs. You know the ones with all the signs that say "Don't swim here," and, and the ones that have paths that say "Don't leave the path. The ground is unstable because it's mud." And it's volcanic. And there's a crust. And it's loose. And you can step in it and fall in a giant fucking hole and die. Well, so this dumbass slips into one to test and the his water. Sister. His yeah. sister is like recording. Maybe they should put that. He, he slips Don't into one. Don't fucking get off of the path. <laughs> he, he slips into one. Now, here's the thing. Like, once he slips in, he's fucked. Like, yeah. even if you're the best swimmer in the world, you're fucked. Because you're Dante's Peak. Because... Not only is that water over 200 degrees, it's not safe to be in. It's like a fucking lobster in a boiling pot of water. You don't do that as a human. Why would you, you know, why would you do that? And it's very acidic. And that's the other thing. It's so acidic that it begins to eat your skin almost immediately. Oh yeah. Because it's coming straight from a freaking volcano mouth. So they go back to fish this guy out and he's just gone. Yep. But there's All nothing left. Of them. Now everybody's like, ooh. The scientists are like, no, it would have taken longer than that. No. I'm pretty sure. Take no. note, mobsters. Take note. No, no. Would have taken longer with weaker pH levels, but right. that pH is so high. It's so It's probably the same people that, that picked up the baby moose and put it in the back of their car. Oh, my so, God. I'm just like, really? <laughs> you know what? Or the buffalo that's Fuck cold. Fuck modern medicine. 
because it has slowed the calling of the herd so much. <laughs> like people live that should Sick not live as a result of modern medicine. <laughs> At least that shit can still happen. Mother nature can still <laughs> triumph over dumbasses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on to restaurants. Sorry. No, not on no, no, restaurants. No, no, I have one more. That sidetracked us because I had sorry. to talk have about more. that jackass yes. in the No, so hot springs, not hot pots because hot pots are Asian or restaurants. Food. Yeah. food. Yeah. Yes. Korean food. So the other one that I wanted to bring up that is has become kind of one of my favorite places is Bear Lake. I do love Bear Lake. I love Bear Lake and it is called the Caribbean of the West or something <laughs> like that. Caribbean of the West? Because huh. the waters are so blue and... Aren't they glacial fed? It. I'm not sure. That's where but you get our scratchers from. Yes, that's where <laughs> I do. Well, um, she gets them from, from Idaho. The Idaho side. The Idaho side, yes. That is so not my, all about Utah, Jeremy. One of my best friend's family has a cabin right on the border and um, we just go up and ride razors basically for hours <laughs> I, I couldn't even direct you on the pass we go like it's amazing that yeah. they know their way but bear lake i mean you have raspberry shakes you have the lake um the mountains you have pickleville playhouse juanito bandito you can go watch at the end of the season you get some bear lake raspberry shakes up there by bear lake i am on a mission to find the best one have i, I think i've had one almost yet? no but let me tell you a story about that okay. because <laughs> It's a I giant penis. Maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't tell you though. Um so I want I've never been up there during an electrical storm and I finally had my opportunity this summer and I was the only person up in the house at two o'clock in the morning. I don't know how everyone slept through this storm because the lightning was just bolt after bolt after bolt. And so the next day the storm came back through. I went down to the lake because I wanted to see it come in. No joke, the life of that lake changes when a storm comes over it. So when you talk about the Bear Lake monster, it's there. Like it exists. <laughs> it is. It is creepy to see how that lake changes when those clouds roll in. Yeah, I'm excited because we have some friends that just bought a cabin up there, and they just finished it. And so they said that next season we get, we to, get go to go up there, and they have a boat. Yeah, They'll they be going just, snowmobiling this. Are they just going to store their boat there year round now? I think so. I don't see why they wouldn't. That's usually where they take it. Yeah. Anyway. I, for the winter, they might not. I don't think they have storage for it yet. But in the right. summer, for sure, I don't think that they'll bring it back home. And uh, if you don't know anyone, there's plenty of rental. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rental. Wave runners and stuff's really fun. That is um, apartments and stuff that you can my, rent. My douchebag neighbor that fucking fixes his wave runners at 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning. He'll probably let us use it. And then you can water. cross the border and go to Cooper's and have the best stake of your life. Mm-hmm. Or you can go down into Wyoming and bet on the horses. No. Um, <laughs> if we bet on the horses, Cassie would kill us. Uh <laughs> Not if we won. What if they win? <laughs> no, she's, she's uh, so mad. Moab voted the best recreational Moab. area. No, no doubt about that. Moab's fantastic. Uh, if you like that kind of shit, another place I've like never dirt, been. Uh, I'll take you there. I got a client. Do you know, I've never been there, there either. Really? Nope. Arches is uh, really cool, it's but cool. I've never driven all the way through Arches before. So I'd like it's to. Go kinda, out it's kind of it's kind of a one time to say you've been there and done it. It's kind of cool. Uh, not if you're an avid outdoorsman and hiker. Yeah. If you're not, then yeah, it's, it's, it's cool like once or twice. And this is not the time of year to go. It's, everything's closed down there this time of I'm year. I'm thinking so. that maybe, maybe next time we go visit Doodle, we'll have to like that, go to that, a park. That's a serious detour to go to. Moab, well, I don't mean Moab. I just mean a park. Yeah, we could go down like to Zion's or something. something. Yeah, she's close to Zion's and stuff. Those are nicer. Bryce Canyon. 
Um, anyway, so Moab, uh, I also, so the editors picked, was it the editors or the people that picked like something out of each county? Uh, that would be, I, I'm not quite sure because I didn't see that on the voting ballot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the them. Editors. I think it's the editors. I hadn't seen them do it before, but this year stuck at the end they the... did, uh, every, every county basically got And some that's sort what of my award. two are from, Bear yeah. Lake and the hotspots, Wasatch and County and, um, Flaming Gorge. Rich County. Flaming Gorge Reservoir got an award, um, which is like, like which is another like place. Vernal and what the hell county is Isn't that? Isn't Flaming Gorge more north? Uh, it's on the, it's on the, uh, it's on the border of Wyoming. Oh, look, and, I uh, have Utah. a Uinta County right here. Yeah. But so, it's for Vernal Brewing Company. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Flaming Gorge is where I grew up and spent my summers. That's, uh, Manila, that's the other town I was thinking of, the little shithole that's like 30 people. Um, but Flaming Gorge is, is shared between Utah and, and uh, Wyoming, and it's fantastic. So anyway, lots of fun outdoor stuff to do. Um, the uh, Speaking of outdoors, so the best skate shop was listed as Milo Sport. Uh, Milo Sport is a really cool local skate and snowboard shop. Like They were one of the first real snowboard shops in the valley. Um, they have a whole bunch of their own brands. Do they keep their snowboard stuff going year round, or do they? They do. No, they, seasons? no, 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 no. They have everything year round. Um, so their store is up on like thirty third south and like thirtieth east by that kind of by that Smiths up there. Do you there. snowboard? I don't, but they're it's up kind of by the line. REI, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's, it's, just, it's just just west, west of, of the REI, uh, and it's a freaking cool shop. They have a whole bunch of pros that are in there all the time, uh, and they have hanging up like basically a history of snowboards like they have some of the first snowboards ever created um so they sell all snowboards and bindings and tons of skate stuff like in the summer you know go in there and fix your decks really cool shop really cool guys i like it a lot it's it's a totally local place which i think is is really important so anyway that's my rant Ish. That was a rant. That was a rant. That was yeah. you were talking Milo's up. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, a plug. There you go. Best cheap date. A, a game term. Good job. Brewies, cinema T- pub. Brewies, tell See, down. I just don't think that a movie is a date. So that's why I think maybe Brubies, like further in. Yeah, so, but like, so no, no, no. But here's why Brewies is great because you don't you don't have to fucking be quiet on Brewies movie. True. You're expected to drink. Enjoy the movie, but you, you you still can't like sit and have a conversation. Well, no, but they do have pool tables. So, too. but here's the thing: you go before the movie, you have a drink, play you have pool. some conversation. Maybe you play a game of pool. You order your food so that when you go sit down in the movie, you can eat and drink and watch the movie. And then there's stuff in your mouth, and you don't want to talk. Well, <laughs> and you're watching a movie, so you can still interact. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the way I would do it. Just don't sit on the fucking couches. Ew. <laughs> Sometimes your mouth is stuffed. And then... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Someone else brought their A game. So, uh, best Chinese. Sit down Chinese is one of my favorites. Uh, the Mandarin up in Bountiful. Um, We've been going to that for a million years. That is my former father-in-law's most favorite I like it. Restaurant ever. I don't think it's the best. I, I have to tell you, my youngest brother has autism. And, so, and he's in adult age, so he's like learning to be... Kind of independent, yeah, a little bit. Um, 
And I, when I was home for Thanksgiving, I saw he has, I asked my other brother if it was his writing and he was like, no, that's, that's Matthew's. And it's like their order. So he can place the order for the Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. So, uh, I actually, the number three is actually probably my favorite Chinese place in the valley for a sit down, which is Asian Star. Where's that at? Um, that's up in Fort Union. By and the then, movie theaters? Yeah, by the new movie I theaters. I like Golden Phoenix on State Street and Golden Dragon on State Street. Yeah, I like Golden Dragon. Actually, uh, the new one, which I'm surprised it didn't make the list. Yeah, Red uh, Maple did, though. And Red Maple's pretty that good. That little like Chinese uh, Chinatown that's on State Street. There's an amaze. It's called Hot over, Dynasty. Oh, yeah, over on like 33rd now. I had the best soup of my life on Chinese New Year last year. So now, it was so there, good. There is a couple differences when you're talking Chinese food. So you have like the nice sit-down restaurants, and then you have takeout places which you don't really go sit down at you go you get takeout from primarily so the best one is dragon diner now dragon diner is a place that i spent i went to lunch there probably once a week for four years (laughs) when i worked in my previous job it was only a couple blocks away it's right across from saint mark's hospital uh and i've been there once. what's it called dragon diner oh it's and they're like uh it's like 13th East and 39th South, roughly. Yeah, Bryant took me there. It's like on the, it's like Kitty Corner from St. Mark's Hospital yeah, on the east, right, right northeast that, corner. Right next to that Sev that's right there. Uh, and it's cheap, it's good, and it's quick. It was. And that all place from 11 until 2 is packed. Uh, really all those stuff. late night hospital orders. <laughs> so I said 11 to 2. That's that's not, uh, not at night. No. no Normal but, people 11 But they to do two. a ton of takeout. But that's as well, a, I see I so. have lunch at like 2. So now, when I went it was like right after it was awesome. not 11 at night until 2. Little World who I, I have a I love Little World, but I didn't think they were open again. They got shut so down. So they had all the violations. And yeah, they had like 270 <laughs> health code violations. Like <laughs> they had a violation for storing noodles in By a, meat or it, something? No, no, no. So they had noodles that were laid out across like a milk crate on top of a skateboard. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, awesome. like to dry? Listen, in know. China, it might be that way. So, and, and <laughs> Carrie... It's the authentic dining experience. Carrie yeah. Jackson, Carrie Jackson actually told me a story about Little World. He said, go in there with an Asian. Oh, yeah. You get a different, and different menu. menu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> I didn't think they were open anymore, but if if they are open again, I'm or maybe people are just listing it because it's a distant memory, and I, I and they love wish. the place. Maybe they were wishing. When you went into that place to pick up your food or to order food for takeout, you didn't want to stay and eat. You saw like the interior, like eh, I probably don't want to eat here, uh, but I want to eat their food because it's so good. But you knew what you were getting into. You knew there were <laughs> 270 health code violations. Like you knew. Hey, those are the best places. Yeah, you knew the shit going on in the back was not up to standard. I, I don't. I don't know if I could do that. I, I'm a... No, it's good. It's good. No, no, so I think, uh, I we're think I could do that. we're definitely into restaurants now. By the way, I don't know. <laughs> best, <laughs> I, best brew pub. Squatters. My kids, whenever we're at Comic Con, have to go to Squatters at least once. They love it. Second is Red Rock it. and third is Wasatch. You can't really go wrong with I love Red Rock's Nitro Brew Coffee. So I haven't been to Wasatch Brew Pub. That's up in Park City, isn't it? They have two. There's there is one in Park City and there's one in Sugar House. I've never been to it. Is it good? I think it's in Sugar House. Yeah, it's in Sugar House. It's, it's on yeah. the corner. Yeah. I never I eat. I only just go to Sunday. She just goes to drink. <laughs> I just go, yeah. So, and I, I like Red Rock. I actually, food-wise... Um, 
I absolutely think Squatters wins out. I don't know about Wasatch. Really, you have a Red Rock? Have you had Red Rock's brunch? It's pretty delicious. I'm not a brunch. I've person. only been to yeah. Red Rock like brunch once, and it church. was like 20 years ago. Yeah, for my birthday, like three years ago. Did mm-hmm. you really? Yes. Yeah. The one downtown, right? Because there's one at Fashion uh, Place now too. No, no, that's the one I went to. Is the one at Fashion Place? And it there's just one Park opened. City. Yeah. I don't recall going there. You did. You're there. Are you sure? I'm positive. I don't know about that, Jeremy. I don't think so. Um, you guys anyway. are weird. How about anyway. Old World Fair? Can you guys guess? <laughs> Old World. Come on. Bohemian. Yeah. Mm, Bohemian. I love Bohemian. Now, there so I <laughs> went for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember that because that was just a month ago. Can I say something? Because I love the Bohemian, but when we went for your birthday, I was a little disappointed how much less German fare is on their menu now. Like, it's a lot more straight up pub fare now. Um, so it's a lot of. And you, your, whatever that farfignugan crap that you ordered didn't have your, its crap on with it. your sauce. Well, I ordered Those some chi- I special ordered, sauce. They had a, they had a chicken paprikash <laughs> on the menu. Oh, yeah. I just can't believe that. And they did, just brought me out a fucking breaded chicken. Breast. And he's like, does this come with anything? And they were really busy. The, guy, the, <laughs> the waiter's packed, like, yeah. oh yeah, that but, have uh, some sauce. Like he came over and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I've only been for brunch. I so. thought <laughs> this was supposed to have a paprikash, not like an actual sauce. And he looks at it, he's like, yeah, it is. To their credit, though, they brought you a whole new one. Didn't no, they, they? Just, brought no, the they just brought the sauce out, oh. which I was fine with. But I, mean, the you rest know what? Of it was I love their their beer battered fish is oh, yeah, really really good. And honestly, for for my money, they have the best garlic fries in the valley. They are so They're delicious right. and garlicky. You don't really like garlic fries though, so I don't that no. the beer pub platter thing or with the calamari yeah. and everything. This has got everything. It's good. got the That's the roasted good. garlic that you can just squeeze out and eat or or spread on the toast. Oh man, that's good. I'm getting I'm hungry. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Their breakfast is really good too. Speaking uh, of, can I do another breakfast one actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I have made amigos with these people at the farmers markets. Uh, Bubble and Brown, uh, who are located downtown, uh, the Bubble and Brown Bakery. Um, again, uh, you'll hear in our interview with Emily that we talk about local sourcing with food and they are definitely a great, um, show of that and i just have to say uh i need to get down there because they do a pumpkin scone it's not pumpkin spice they use actual pumpkin and it's the most amazing thing you'll ever taste actual pumpkin isn't sweet yeah no it's this is uh, it's and a lot of scones are really dry and this one is well, i mean it depends on delicious. the pumpkin well, it has a sweetness to it, but yeah. it's not or like pumpkin. pumpkin spice. No, it's like a butternut squash yeah. more than anything. It's not so like they're, a pie. So the people at Bubble and Brown are awesome. Yeah. And don't just be it's eating It's very like European pastry kind of. So like. yeah, Salt Lake's got a lot of Greek food, too. Uh, and there's always the best Greek restaurant on the Where did they palette. say? Greek Slovaki. Um, really? The one in South Jordan? Uh, I mean, I guess they, they have a couple locations. They, just, they have like... Four or five locations now. Not the Greek festival. N- not for not a restaurant. Not for Greek takeout. <laughs> so, but Yanni, <laughs> you can't just go to y- the Greek Yanni's festival was like on there, tonight. You win. Something Where's else? that one? Yanni's <laughs> uh, is over uh, in sh- basically like between Sugar House and Brickyard, like right on the curve there well, where. Uh, Thirteenth East. Turns oh into yes, Island. I know where it is. It's in that a, weird intersection. Yeah, that weird, yeah. crappy the intersection. Y. Yep. But Yanni's—it's Yanni's right by that cute little Dutch shop. It's between Highland and Thirteenth. They have, for my money, the only rice from a Greek place that tastes like lemon. So oh, nice. it's actual lemon rice that tastes like lemon. It's really good. Um, I like Greek Slovakia because they have baklava shakes. 
Ooh. We, have a we used to live across the street from some German people. Do you remember the German people that lived next door to you? Oh, yeah. Did they ever bring you over treats? They were my babysitters. You you had like built-in babysitters, so you didn't get it. But they would bring us over no. trays of just German desserts at Christmas time. But we were talking about I mean, Greeks. I meant Greek. Sorry, I don't know why I said okay. German. Okay, I'm like... I don't know why I said German. I was They would bring us there. over trays of like baklava and just all sorts of. It was so good. So uh, see, you needed a. There's too many of to us. Have, they were overwhelmed. I think you just didn't have babysitters. They were my babysitters. That's true. Best, one of their daughters is the one that broke my arm. Best sushi. That's a good babysitter. So uh, they have happy sumo, right? Uh no. Oh good, because I did see Happy Sumo on a list, and I'm not happy about that. Yeah, best yeah, sushi was Takashi, and who Takashi got nominated for a couple different things. Um, I still haven't eaten at Takashi yet, and I, I love haven't sushi. Either. I like naked fish better. I like downtown. naked fish too. I like tsunami. I like, I like tsunami half off sushi at Ichiban. Not the downtown one, but the 33rd in state. There's one on like 94th and Ichiban is like. Ichiban is just like a generic sushi place name. It's still, they have cowboy Oh, rolls. we went to the one on 33rd and State. The no. one that, yes, we did. We went there one time right the before one that's game. Right, yeah. That used to be in the old Mulboons. That's not 33rd. That's in Midvale. That's like 70 Isn't something. that the one? Yeah. No, we oh. went to the one in Midvale. So that that's one. But my it's point. called Ichiban, too. They're all called Ichiban. <laughs> it is. It's called There's Ichiban, like too. Five so of them I, and I just not told you to specifically. I don't know, we have to go to that one. So we'll have to try that one. Um, but Kyoto and Sapa were also on there. I actually like Sakana, which is down the street, mostly because it's close. Or what's the new one that's over in West Valley by that Walmart on 56 West and like 30th-ish South that we went to? It's over by the Target. It's called like uh, Miso, I think. Mm. Really good. I did not hungry. expect that out of a West Valley sushi place. I don't remember uh, this. It was before a soccer game. <laughs> <laughs> we like to oh, have sushi it was, before it was, soccer. It was the night that Cassie was going to prom. And we went to eat at the sushi place and then picked her <gasps> up where Mario was staying. So that's, so. yeah, the 50, you mean 56th West. Yeah, that's what and I said. I, thought, I was thinking you were talking about 56th. Yeah. Uh, so, best Korean, <laughs> Myung-ga, which is a Korean noodle house in... Uh, Near the East Center or the Maverick Center, or whatever the fuck it's called now. Hollywood Connection Do- doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. No. Uh, and the Hill Center Theater's not going to be there anymore either. Yeah, so it's oh, right next to Oh my gosh, that building is ginormous off the freeway. I know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I know. It's right next to. Can't you see it from. Yes. I see it every it morning when nice. I drive Shawnee to school. Nice. It's huge. Well, they're it building their own office. It's a professional sure. theater. Uh, and they're. Underpass. They're. Uh, so my young guy's really good. Cup Bop got number two for Korean, which I thought was weird. That is weird. Like, I really like Cup Bop, but yeah, that surprises me. Best Coffee so. House, Coffee Garden, and Beans and Brew. That's a little weird. Why? I love Beans and Brew. I don't know. There's a lot of great other local... Like the little coffee like shop Publix by me. Like Salt Lake Roasting Company. Yeah. Coffee shop. Publix yeah. got number two. Well, beans, isn't Beans and Brew local? They are. Yeah. yeah and they're just, they've just grown bigger. They're clearly popular. La Barba um, is the best coffee. I like, if we just talk best coffee. I like Badass down on State Street. It's been there for a long time. Yeah, it's a cool <laughs> shop. It looks <laughs> like really a freaking barn. They, before, used to have like, a, they used to have a Badass over here on the west side. Before coffee places were hipster places. Oh, yeah. That was, it's been around for years. I, I love that place. Uh, Mill Creek, of course, Mill Creek Roasters is fantastic. Blue Popper is amazing, too, if you want a good black coffee. Uh, so, again, Land of the Mormons. 
we just named off like fucking 20 amazing coffee places. Uh, and not just coffee shops. Some of them are actually roasters. So I think most of them are, are actually do their, yeah, Salt Lake, do their own roasting. Salt uh, Publix does. Mill Creek, Mill Col- Creek does. Mm-hmm. Blue Copper does. Uh, Blue Copper does. Beans mm-hmm. does not. Uh, and uh, uh, Badass, I don't think, does either. Mm. Do you know what goes good with coffee? Chocolate. Desserts. Mm. Gourmandies. I voted for this one. This is one of my most favorite places in Salt Lake. And I will take anyone there that wants to go because their food is so good. And, um, and their desserts, it's European style, uh, desserts. You have a lot of cakes, a lot of, uh, their macaroons are amazing. Last year, they gave me a whole box of broken macaroons. It was the best thing ever. Oh, God, <laughs> that was so peppermint macaroon. macaroons. So good. So um, know- but wait, wait, wait. I have to tell you about the peach. Let me tell you about the peach. From Gormandy's? I know you hate peaches, Chris. I love peaches though. So you can I'll tell me. You. Look at me. Like, Let's go. Don't. You're downtown. We can go I for lunch. Totally okay. Down. So it looks like a peach and it's a pastry and then you cut into it and it, and there, and it has cream and then there's like peach juice on the bottom of it and it's the most delicious thing ever. And that it has a marzipan really leaf on top. <sighs> so can I tell you there's this bakery downtown on like between first and second south and on main street. It's a little blue building. I think it's Eva, Eva's bakery. I don't remember. I don't know because I've never been there. I You've just brought me a delicious treat. Oh my treats God, back. It's so good. Fresh croissants. Uh, the, my, my favorite there though, I gotta say is their macaroons. They're so good. They are really, really, um, really good. And I super have, fresh. I have such a hard time spending the money on them cause they're always so expensive. <gasps> they're so worth it. But they're so good every time you eat Do you know who has a good them. package of macaroons and it's not local? And who has a good package of, <laughs> of macaroons? macaroons? Sam's Club. No, Trader <laughs> Joe's actually. I'll have to have Brie go there because she's right down the street from it at work. Yeah, I don't ever leave my work. Uh, I'm surprising best barbecue joint, getting off a dessert and onto barbecue joints. I don't like the choice for favorite barbecue joint. Yeah, though. R&R barbecue. I think it's because it's up and coming, maybe. Yeah, yeah I think so. I mean, they've, they've got a hell of a promotional engine and a hell of a marketing engine. I'm not. They just f- built right next to my store. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. To be honest, I'm not with a you. huge fan. Either. They're expensive. I, I mean, I'm willing to pay for barbecue, but they're. Expensive. And I yeah. just think it's kind of just dry and just regular, so just I'll, like I'll nothing fancy. I love Pats if we're talking Salt Lake area. Pats is one they of the favorites too. They have ends. Yeah, their burn ends burnt are fantastic. Ends. But if you're willing to go down to Orem, right off of University Parkway by the Best Buy, right before University mm-hmm. Mall, there's a place called Bam Bams. And that is the is that new? Best no. no. Bam Bams has been there for years. So Cameron, the guy that owns Bam Bams, has done the. He did the uh, Bronco Mendenhall coaches show in his place okay. for years. Um, it is the best brisket you're ever going to eat in Utah, anyway. He brought some home that was cold once, and even just cold, it was delicious. It's unbelievable. Go get the brisket and get his ribs because those are the two things that that he has won tons and tons of awards with uh, in big competitions. And then they make their own jalapeno cheddar sausage. Ooh. That sounds like they, they stuff it in house and smoke it. Nice. So it's that place. If you want really, truly amazing local stuff, that's, that's what I want you. There's even that little place on, like just, uh, on third west and about. 10th South, a little bar, a little red barbecue place. I don't ever remember the name of it, but it always looks good. Okay, let's talk burgers. Lucky 13. Yeah. What kind of burgers? Cheap burgers or expensive burgers? Uh, I just want to talk they're burgers. Both on here. Uh, you know, screw cheap or expensive. A burger's okay. a burger, right? 
So lucky thirteen wins, I think. Um, It beats pretty much every year, and I I think I like lucky thirteen. Their burgers are way too big for me, though. Personally, Um, the thing that makes them is their bacon. Mm-hmm. They always have good combinations, like their specials are really good, but it's their bacon. So without the bacon, which isn't really the burger, the burger's just the average burger, I think. So then there, what's that place that's, that, that's over by Kelly and Rick's? Uh, so for my money, Cotton Bottom Cotton is one of the best burgers in the Cotton entire Bottom garlic state. burgers. That place mm-hmm. is so good. That was so good. And that's like, like you don't get anything with it. Like you get some potato chips. Yeah, and well, like, you don't yeah, need anything. Here's your burger. It's just a cheap burger, but it's unbelievably garlicky and unbelievably de- delicious. It's it's just a just a burger. I would like to have seen more. Um, I mean, these are all mom and pop places, but the older ones, the um, Millie's or the Woody's Drive-In or Purple Turtle. Um, Purple turtle I know, sucks. but it's it doesn't suck. It does <laughs> suck. Their <laughs> food is terrible. It's not. The only reason it's there is because of its name they and its location. They have more shakes with real mini marshmallows. And that's probably what makes them all their burger. money is their shakes. <laughs> that place's food but sucks. I'm making a point. Those yeah. small, like Millie's and Sugar House, so good. So good. And so is Woody's. And there, you want a good garlic burger? Woody's is where it's at. Yeah, and I'm always down like for Millie's. a good burger. So. Best beer selection, the Bayou. I have to agree with that. Well, you—that's. I mean, if anyone ended up with a bigger beer selection, they just go buy more fucking beers. Like the Bayou, that's their claim to fame. They have so many beers. Surprisingly, not as many on tap as I'd like, though. There's actually some better places for that. Um, I do want to point out, though, uh, Lone Star Taqueria. Taqueria Twenty Seven. Now they got best burritos. But I gotta be honest with you, I'd rather have the fish tacos. That fish taco was so good. And the atmosphere is really fun. Yeah, it's a little more difficult in the wintertime because you can't really sit outside. No, but they have a little bit of seating on the Uh, inside. But yeah, Lone Star Taqueria is great. And then uh, Taqueria 27, Todd Gardner's place. Which uh, is really, really good too. Got best tacos, but you know, whatever. It's good too. Best cider, Mountain West. Yeah, our friends. They actually got West. two. They also got best canyon inspired because all of their ciders are oh, named yeah, after named local can- canyons. Yeah. Um, best donuts. This is uh, a thing I like. Um, <laughs> this is donuts. So Banbury Cross. Now Banbury Wait, Cross. That's what they named that fall after, right? That's right. <laughs> Donut Falls. Donut Falls. <laughs> Banbury Cross <laughs> did game. get best donuts. Do you love them? I was uh, the first time I had them. I was like, "This is what everyone's talking about." They're okay. They're okay. Yeah, they're I'm not, not Banbury Cross. I can. However, I'm not the, a huge donut. I will fan tell you right so. now, the second place winner, Fresh Donut and Deli. It's the stupidest name ever. It's on 27 and it's South so unassuming. State Street. It's just it's like just a black and white sign. It's like when you think of like a donut shop from the 50s. Like that's this place. It's like a crappy yellow siding building with all glass around it. Uh, just one story with the shitty old sign. It just has, yeah. The sign is just a black and white. It's like the shape of a guitar pick. Are so like Winchell's, like old Winchell yeah. sign. Kind of. It's so good. The it might even they might have even taken Gotta over an old one. I don't know what used to like, be. There. It might be. So it's been there for a while, but it could have been an old Winchell's. Working in Pleasant Grove for a long time, uh, one of the guys that lives in South Jordan would drive downtown, pick up donuts from there, and bring them to the office. That's how good these donuts are. They were worth that kind of a drive. I hadn't tried when they brought them to my work the other day, and I was not eating sweets at the time. But apparently, one of the girls there, when she was pregnant, had one every single day. Oh, they're so good. Day. They're so good. Uh, and then 
She's really teeny. I'm like, yeah, you suck. And her baby oh, is donuts. like. Please tell me this is local because it's just making me laugh. Dunford Bakeries. <laughs> yes, I think three. they are local. <laughs> okay. So. I love chocolate. Donuts. Chocolate donuts are the best. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate Dunford donuts <laughs> from and the gas Arctic station. Cir- yeah, they're Dunford chocolate. I know chocolate. they are. That's but, why I said but that's that. Freaking Arctic Circle makes. Oh my god, they made a some, shake. They for a while made a chocolate. Dun- <laughs> a chocolate, donut chocolate donut, donut shake. shake. And what <gasps> it was like was like you know how you have cake and ice cream and you mix and up the, the cake the is cake crum- kind of crumbles into the ice into cream the and it gets all crumbly. I don't have any right now. Why is this? Well, we have ice cream upstairs. That's what it was like. That was the. Dump. It was oh, so it shit. had like big chunks. Stick that back in the freezer. And then it had like. <laughs> we, he got the he got the he got the ice cream out like because we wanted idea. to try it. It was like freaking solid. And but oh. it, he, the pink cookies that they used to have at the gas station that Dunford made. Yeah, but that's they're like the knockoff like, of grandma's this, cookies. Yeah, but this this shake was like when you get that perfect bite of chocolate Donut cake and, <laughs> and ice cream, but it was like all mixed up together. We just kept going and getting them. We were glad that they took them off the menu. <laughs> it's a specialty item. Yeah, yeah, they don't have them all the time. Best distillery, High West. Our good friends at High West. High Not really surprised. Uh, Sugar House took second, and Ogden Zone took third. Yay! Yay! Ogden Zone. Ogden Zone. No, very interesting. Uh, I mean, when I wonder how. When people were voting for that, how they chose, like if they've actually been to the distillery or if they're just basing it off of what they're buying in the store. I am guessing they're basing it off of brand recognition. Yeah. What, what do they hear of the most? Go to like, the distillery. Ooh, distillery. You can. Mm. Do it. Take a tour. Learn about your alcohol. It's actually very fascinating. I just drink vodka. Oh, good. Ogden Zone. Yeah, Ogden Zone. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I just drink vodka. That was the first one. So you guys... So best ice cream, Leatherbees. It's <laughs> where my oldest works. She scoops ice cream. At least yours has a damn job. Mine's a That's deadbeat true. child. Freeloader. She, 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 she serves up the ice cream at Leatherbees. I would hate that. I would not be able to serve people. Do they make their own ice cream or do they just they bring do. it in? They do. I managed a Cold Stone for two years. It was one of my best jobs I've ever done. Cassie would never of do well in foods. All bad. of Leatherbees, there's only two of their flavors that they don't make. All the rest they make. So far, What are the two that they don't make? There's a sherbet and Our a sugar-free something or the other that they don't make. So far, better ice cream was listed as number three. Mm. And Nielsen's Frozen Custard is number two. Oh, Nielsen should be number one. Uh, Nielsen's is a national chain, not so Utah. Yeah, it's a Shut huge up. national chain. It's big. What? Yeah, it's all over the country. Has it always been? Yeah. <laughs> My childhood and, is ruined. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and far better ice cream, I don't think, is made here either. And it's just an ice cream brand you buy in the grocery store. Why do they now, have like a metal gold or something? <laughs> no, I will say this: far better ice cream is way better than like metal gold. Is it far better? It's really it's far better. better. Far really plus better. they make play doh. Yeah, play doh like ice cream is the best. Multicolored. My mom. Tutti frutti. When Chris likes play doh too. I love play doh. We can eat the play doh. No. Yeah, I love it. No, my favorite ice cream is the is um, Jimmy Fallon's. Uh, is it Jimmy Fallon? I don't think I eat from the Ben and Jerry one. Chris. Uh, yeah, it's uh, tonight dough. Yeah, tonight dough. I really like that one. So another sweet I would love to talk about is my sweet Tammy Cromar that owns Ruby Snap Cookies downtown. I still haven't tried their cookies because they're too damn expensive. I'll buy them for you. 
I will go in and buy them from you. And um, I have been supporting her. Well, s- do, you, do you mean from the grocery store or from her bakery? No, from her. I will go buy them from her bakery okay. before so, so that's next different. Tuesday. They're I'll like, go buy them the next Tuesday. The grocery store, they're like frozen. They're, they're eight bucks. Yeah, yeah. They're ridiculously expensive. Um, well, they're like two fifty a cookie in her store. So, but it's oh, worth so every like single price. penny. Yes, um, but you don't have to do the work. <laughs> so I will go get some before an episode, and we will be having her as a future guest. Actually, yay! Um, you should have that Bam Bam guy as a guest since you know him, babe. Uh, maybe Cameron's a busy dude. I I don't know that he can come up here and do this, but he we can ask. Maybe Skype you. Maybe, maybe we'll talk to him. Best brewery, epic. You're not even going to let me finish talking about cookies. I hate all of you. That's okay. Oh, are you done? We'll talk about her later. Yeah, we'll talk about her. You're going to bring me cookies next week. Well, coming on the show. So uh, <laughs> we'll the talk best about it when you the bring best us steaks. <laughs> that was their response to you. <laughs> yeah. the, okay. the best, the best steaks, guys. All three of them, national change. Fleming's or Ruth's Chris got number one. Fleming's and Spencer's, all three are big national chains. Is me rolling my eyes that you can't see? I would rather like the new isn't the New Yorker mm-hmm. is a really good steakhouse, and it's local. It's run by Gastronomy, which is a local restaurant group here in Salt Lake area. Yeah, Market Street. Yep. Well, it's the same group. Oh, is it? Yeah. The oh, New yeah. Yorker, Gastronomy. Yeah. Gastronomy. Yeah. Um, so it's really disappointing to see that those three were not that they're bad restaurants, but they're yeah, national I guess they're chains. Good, but so. yeah, it's not really Utah. Um. Let's see. Best winery, the Hive. Hive, yeah. Although that's debatable. There's there's only a couple in the state anyway. Like Red maybe Rock. they should be voted for best Zion curtain. <laughs> <laughs> they should. They should definitely have that. Uh, okay, so a couple more, uh, and then I'll I'll be finished with restaurants. Um, best Sunday afternoon dim sum. So I got introduced to dim sum eight or nine years ago. I love it. It's so good. Have you been to the Hong Kong? So Red Maple Chinese is over in West Valley. Yes, on Redwood Road and yeah. 3500 South. It, it's no, it's forty seventh and like twenty eighth west. Oh, they move. Yeah, uh, amazing for dim sum. Now there's a place is I think it might be Hong Kong. It's the one on like State Street, that little strip mall on the east side of the street, like kind of no, a college. but that is in Chinatown. Yeah, so there, <laughs> there is a place. Dim sum is amazing. Uh, you can try fried chicken feet if you want. Not always great. You can have pork buns. The only place I've had them is for Mark's birthday in that place. It used to be a Marie County. Yeah, that's Red Maple. That's that's where the Red Maple is. Yeah, they weren't very good there. Yeah, no, no. And I've only tried them twice. I've never liked them, so I'm done trying them. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's in that old Marie Calendars on 47th South. Red Maple. And then the other thing I got to tell you. Um, So... Best home-cooked gas station food. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even notice this category. How did <laughs> I miss a category? It? Of course. Uh, of course it's, an, it's, not, it. it's an editor category. Yeah, it's, it's an editor category. Oh, we, we moved on to the editor crap? I just happen? kept flowing, man. Oh, my God. We've uh, just been going through them. So the, the reason I'm bringing this one up is because Kevin's, fried, paying attention. Kevin's fried chicken, um, which is in, so on the quarter of 47th and just west of I-15, there's like three gas stations. One's got a Burger King in it. One's got like a fucking burrito place or something in it. And then there's an Exxon station. The Exxon station is the biggest of all of them. Inside of it, it's got a fried chicken joint. And I've, fried chicken so good. I've actually been there and tried it, and it's good. Oh, I used to eat it all the time because I used <laughs> to live a few blocks from there. 
<laughs> the place is so good. I just think it's funny that it's mentioned here. There was also another gas station. Um, where is it at? Up in the Fort Union area somewhere. I can't remember where it's at now. The gas station's actually gone now, I think. But it had a hot dog place in it. So not gas station hot dogs, but like a gourmet hot dog. Like place real hot dogs? Yeah, like black sesame seeds, Chicago-style dogs, the whole nine yards. Really fucking good hot dogs from a gas station. I'm glad they didn't name like Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> the Adventure Burger. <laughs> it is local, but. Uh, so you guys have any other things you want to mention uh, from Best Of? Um, no, go saw? read it, though. Yeah, guess what we didn't talk about in Best Of, you guys. We are jerks. Misty K. Snow. Snow. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Misty K. Snow. We mentioned her slightly, but um, yes, no, we need to talk about her. So she got, what, what was the exact Best one? Trailblazer? Is that what it was? Trail Trailblazing politician or something? I don't have that section. That section was devoted to someone is. else. Okay. Bree's got it up to the mic. Best Trailblazing Candidate. Says there are plenty of stereotypes regarding our local politics, but it's certainly unexpected that Utah would be the place to find the first major party transgender candidate for U.S. Senate Ever. I wish they would have mentioned the youngest as well. Yeah. yeah. And um, they talked about the fact that she garnered 20%, 27% of the votes. Also, first woman to actually run in the major party in Utah for Senate. Yes. And a first um, uh, non-degree holding as well. Yeah. So, big deal. Um, she had a... She had a Tremendous run. I think she she probably met her goals. Um, we're going to talk to her. Um, I know that she wanted to do better, um, but uh, she almost beat records. 33% was the last record and for the highest percentage. Really 27 close. is. She, she sh- I hope she's still proud of herself. Yeah, she should be. She, she did a, a fantastic thing, and she did it in spite of a lot of challenges. The biggest being, in my opinion, the Democratic Party. the Not the, supporting her. The, the Utah Democratic Party didn't fucking support her at all. They tried to go out and, and trounce her out there on election day, uh, and everyone wanted to talk to her, um, and the Democratic Party did not fucking support her one bit. They put money behind candidates like Doug Owens, who couldn't fucking beat Neil the first time. I don't know why they thought he could beat her the second time. So, anyway, uh, Misty's awesome. I'm glad she got some recognition. Um, I think she's going to do some great things moving forward. We're going to get a chance to talk to her. Do a wrap-up and, uh, and see what she has planned for her future. And that'll be fun. I mean, yeah. I'd like to, to hear from her now that she's back at work and out of the whole weird I have a, process. We have to remember, somebody has to remind me when she comes whether... Um, whether she, whether I'm in here or not, um, the I've told this story. That there's a, a guy at my work who continually was answering the phone, vote Hillary, that I told Misty mm-hmm. about. And his cousin is currently living in England, but he's American, so he voted from England for Misty, loves Misty, thinks she's amazing. So he was here for the holiday, and they made a special trip to her Harmon's, hoping that she was working, which she was. That's cool. And they're like, can we have a picture? She's like, so many people asked me for my picture. And so she had a picture with them. And 
they were really excited. This kid was super, super excited to meet her and have his picture taken with her. And well, she's her. an inspiration to okay. people in that community, a big time inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be out like that so publicly, that's that's hard for people. So, all right, I'm gonna finish with uh, perhaps my favorite editorial pick of the entire thing, and that is the best secret menu item. <laughs> Put even mic down on this. I'm just gonna go ahead and read this for you guys. So it's the McDonald's McBitchin. <laughs> Take one McDonald's double cheeseburger, split it between the patties, insert hot and spicy McChicken sandwich. That, my friends, is a McBitchin. Some call it a McGangbang. That's kind of fucking stupid. <laughs> the double cheeseburger and the hot and spicy are two entities. That ain't no gang, but it is bitchin. <laughs> Room for more? So here's another little secret one that he's given you. I'll share a secret menu of my own creation. If you ask real nice at a hybrid KFC Taco Bell, you can get them to put the contents of a KFC famous bowl, so popcorn chicken, mashed potatoes, gravy, corn, and cheese, and some pico de gallo into a tortilla, and then grill it. <laughs> Boom! Sounds disgusting. <laughs> Grilled stuffed famous bowl burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Gross. <laughs> gross. Just gross and wrong. Now, you can do the McSurf and Turf. Have you guys heard of that one? <laughs> yeah, so you take a double cheeseburger and you stick a filet of fish in the middle of it. Uh, and you have a Surf and Turf. No? No. The only place I have been traumatized by fish and chips after so I was in Scotland. Let, so let me, let me nope. tell you, though, if you want something fresh from McDonald's, order the filet of fish. They don't have that shit sitting there. They cook it fresh every time because it's ordered. So if you're going to have a fish sandwich, you should have the one at Arctic Circle. It's better. If you're going to have a fish sandwich, don't fucking go to a fast food place. Well, if you're, if you're insisting on going to a fast food place and you're just dying to have a fish sandwich, have one from Arctic Circle. Yeah. But They're really, better. go to a pub. Get a real one. Listen, I thought it was going to be good fish in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the, on the why, sea. Why the fuck would they have good fish on an island? <laughs> On an That's island really famous sad. For fish it's and really, chips. really I sad. Have pictures. <laughs> That's super sad. That makes me sad because I love good fish. They're and like, chips. ah, stupid American shall eat it. <laughs> no, it was just like a little teeny tiny shop. This old guy runs it and makes his own special sauce. Yes. And um, was it a white cream? <laughs> no. Malt and malt vinegar, silly kids. Um anyways, it was horrible. It's like vinegar. I had like two bites and that was it. Well, uh, stay tuned for our uh, interview with Emily Park from Indulge Eats, indulgeeats.com. And uh, I think that's it for tonight. So, hope you enjoyed hearing about some of the best things that Utah has. To Go offer. look it up because we didn't hardly scratch the surface. No. God, we couldn't. There's no way. I mean, we spent probably a good hour on it, and I bet we could have spent three more on it. Um, it's There's a lot of good reads. Get to know your city. This is take this list and check mark it as you go. Before yeah. we before we go, I gotta ask one thing. Bree, is your neighbor burning their garbage? No. Uh, I don't know what they do over there. Can you smell that? They're they're they they creep me out a little bit. That's actually how they punish their children. They, they burn uh, them. Well, they get the fire going and then they stick their hands on the fireplace. 
I don't know. So I don't they know what they're doing. They're going to have freaking DCFS at your neighbor's So they're a uh, fucking reason we have such shitty air quality in the winter because they fucking burn wood Even every day when it's can. red. Even when it's red. And I know those motherfuckers got central Which, air and central heating. My guess is that they might be just having a fire in a really dirty air place. I, I can smell it. Well, yeah, they, they do. And they have tons of wood. I mean, they go through... I don't know how many fucking trees of wood that is out it's there. It's not like they, they, they're really careful with their wood either. Like, I don't think that no, they make sure bring, it's dry. They just bring that shit in. Like, so I'm pretty every sure there's like some creosol. Is it creosol? Paint covered pallets. Uh, no, no, it's all tree. It's all tree. I mean, it's all tree, but it's, but I don't think that they make sure that there's, that it's cleaned off. I mean, there could be dog shit on yeah, it. Yeah. Like during the summer, I'm pretty sure every camping trip they go, you know how you end up having a bunch of trash at the end? I think they also fill their RV with fucking wood and then throw it. <laughs> I'm serious. And maybe they just save their trash their trash, their trash, when they open the fucking door to the RV, just spills out onto my fucking It yard. really does. Like, and they never fucking pick it up. Drinks that we don't drink in our front yard, the only way that it's going like to get there is from the Fucking door. Shasta cans. <laughs> and, and they're all right near the door from the fucking RV. So I pick them up and fucking throw them at their house half the time. I get so pissed off about it. But yeah, they don't they don't keep their wood covered or anything. So there could be any number of things and I've never seen anybody over there cleaning their no. their chimneys. So no. I my my guess is this is probably maybe one of their first burns of the winter. Yeah, it's like their second or third. But yeah, I mean, it's burn, one yeah, of burn, the first yeah, they burn last which night, is they two burn or three one other night, and so. it I'm sure that it's just getting all that nasty smell. There's probably some spiders on Dumping it right into your windows. <laughs> yeah, well, this, this is the only window that really gets open in the wintertime. So, all right, guys. Well, uh, have a good night, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Good night. Okay, with us today we have uh, Emily Park from uh, Indulge Eats. How are you, Emily? I'm good. How are you guys? Emily bought treats, so mm. I'm doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> Now I gotta have to put a moratorium on Jeremy shoving caramels in his mouth. I think I've uh, had like four already. <laughs> I've, had, I've had one of each. So indulge eats. Uh, you do essentially gourmet sweets, right? Basically, yeah. So that's kind of how it started. Um, more flavor, less sugar, sourced as local as I can. Um, my background is in the sweet area, but I do savory too. Sweet background. <laughs> <laughs> so did you go to uh culinary school then i did um so after i kind of picked it up as a hobby i decided to go back to school to do it so for my second life i became a chef um uh, moved out to new york i was working um in a couple of restaurants out there while i was going to school um but when i went it was the french culinary institute now it's the international culinary center just to kind of encapsulate more of what they're doing now so how long were you there for? Uh, so they do a really intensive program. Unlike a lot of other schools, what they do is you've already had life experience. You know how to work a job. So basically, it's just giving you the skills you need. So I was in and out in six months. Whoa. Oh, wow. oh, that's fast. That's yeah. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, what was your, I mean, what was your primary study there? Was it just like a general culinary education or? Um, so when I went, you could do um, specifically pastry arts, which is what I went into school for. Um, 
what actually got me going there was bread, which is what I do specialize in of bread. all things, but I'm making bread. candy. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> your site's all candy, so. Yeah, it's all candy. Just starting to bring the bread in now. Bread's a little bit more of a bigger operation. You have yeah, to have absolutely. a lot more equipment for that, a lot more heavy duty, a lot more space, more ovens, everything. So I figured start with the small stuff, get everybody hooked, kind of like a crack dealer, give you a little taste. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, now let's get you the it good works. stuff. I, I tried making rum balls last year. Mm. It didn't go well. <laughs> you should have just had your wife make them. They and then they would have been fine. They weren't. They tasted okay, but they like never set up. Yeah. Okay. But I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I wasn't there, so I don't know what you did either. I put a lot of rum in it. That might be it. <laughs> you probably put too much rum in Jeremy you while you like, were cooking. Jeremy thinks like a rum-soaked cake is supposed to get you drunk. <laughs> so that's the goal. No, no, no. You go with the you go with the old uh, chef's tool, where one one for the dish and one for you. One for the so chef. just one. one I'm for pretty them. sure that's how I made them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you like bread, yes? Um, and that's what took you to culinary school. Why? Well, I mean, just do you like experimenting with baking or recipes or? Um, so when I went to culinary school, my dad likes to joke, and honestly, he's not that far wrong that, um, I could, uh, barely boil water. Um, so I, I went just to kind of get a more hands-on feel for it. I wanted to know how to do these things. I could, I could cook, but not incredibly well. Um, so basically I went to boot camp and learned how to do everything. And then the jobs that I took immediately following school just kind of continued that boot camp feel. Oh, cool. Cool. So how did you decide that you were going to start doing your own thing outside of just jobs? Do you have a day job? Um, right now, um, I'm doing this. So during, during the farmer's market season, during the holiday season, I don't really have time to do anything else. Like this week I have five different, uh, events that I'm doing. And then special wow. orders on top of that. So, so is that wow. savory and sweet events? Or are you just providing the desserts for them? Or? Right now, I'm just doing sweet stuff. Um, I've got a couple of shows. I've got a farmer's market. I've got um, a birthday cake I'm doing. Um, but I have done savory, too. So I've, I've done little gourmet bites for events um i've catered breakfasts all kinds of stuff so let's be on a full-time job for you at this point at, at this point right now <laughs> um once new year's hits then it just kind of all dies and i'll do like some side catering here and there but i'll pick up stuff to pay bills so uh do you have like a professional kitchen is this all done out of home so it's so much easier to do it in a commercial kitchen. So I rent one. Um, the the hoops ask. that you have to jump through in order to get that cottage kitchen license is ridiculous. And it's so much harder. Well, and you can't really put huge equipment in your cottage kitchen if you want to do breads and things like that. So. Well, I mean, you can, but you might have to sacrifice the TV. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to do that? <laughs> so where's, where is your facility? Uh, so the one that I'm in right now is down in Sandy. Um, it's the old dinner market kitchen now. Um, one of the former tenants took that over, so it's the 1% fitness. They're currently revamping everything and putting in a whole bunch of really new equipment. Oh, cool. So how does that work? I'm just curious. You rent by the hour, or do they have various spaces? How does that... So the there's different setups based on which kitchen you're in. The one that I'm in, um, you can rent by the hour, you can rent um, by the month. I choose to rent by the month, so I get a set number of hours per week. 
Um, I have storage space that I rent on top of that. So it's basically, I just kind of moved in. So I, I pay rent for my stuff. So do they have everything or just more of the space and the big equipment, but you have to provide everything else? Um, yeah, so I'm using their oven. Um, they've got speed racks that I can use. Um, I, I have their refrigerator that I use. Otherwise, I'm bringing in everything else. <laughs> so all the pots and pans and oh, yeah, that's all, all that fun stuff that's, that's yours. <laughs> There's probably lots of those with caramels. Yeah, just a couple, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have people working with you, or are you a one-woman show? I I am currently an army of one, a very overworked, underpaid army of one. My boss is mean. (laughs) (laughs) How is your family supportive? Do they help you when you need help, or are they kind of like, no, this is your deal, go for it? Um, My family is very supportive, but they live out of state. (laughs) Ah, So so are you here alone then? Uh, Yeah, so I I have... um, significant other so he he helps me out i have a really strong network of friends that help me out if i need extra hands to do the markets or like hey let me buy you dinner and like let's have a caramel wrapping party for like five hours Um, (laughs) (laughs) i i pay very nicely usually i pay in in food whatever you want to eat i'll make it or i'll buy it for you and then i i pay in alcohol (laughs) <laughs> so you know we could have wrapped for you if that's how you're paying i i, I will get you my number let's let's talk <laughs> let's, have, let's have a wrap party <laughs> uh so you the rest of your family is is out of state why are you in utah what brought you here uh so originally in my first life um i transferred out to the u um i was in film studies and photography i wanted to be a camera monkey very very badly um wanted to be a cinematographer i got hooked on movies really really young like my mom would play old fred astaire ginger rogers movies when i was sick um we'd watch just classic comedies dad was a little bit more on the action side um but we would watch so many movies growing up and right around the time i was getting ready to go to college they were coming out with stuff like Lord of the Rings, you had Gladiator, you had all of these amazing Terry Gilliam movies that I'd been watching when I was younger. Um, it was it was just very inspiring the to me. The Adventures of visual. Baron Munchausen. Oh my god, that movie was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I decided to do that. I started up at the University of Minnesota for my first year, um, thinking I would just do photography, and then ended up deciding, hey, no, let's let's try to do the movie thing too, and then transferred out here uh, my sophomore year. So I've been out here for, oh gosh, off and on, I want to say like 13, 14 years now. And all roads lead to Carmel somehow. Some Somehow, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what keeps you here? Um... I, it's it's nice having a more mild winter. I grew up in in the great white southern north of Minnesota. Um, <laughs> Here we are complaining about the cold, and we don't even know. Oh, well, yeah. We're not the land of a thousand lakes. So. Oh, it's 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 ten thousand. <laughs> oh yeah, ten thousand. Ten thousand. Warm warm heart, cold nose. Oh, yeah, those shirts. So yeah. much, so much. Like to this day, if I it had gets one. cold out, my my nose is always cold in the winter. Pe- people in Minnesota talk a lot like people in Fargo, right? Well, Fargo's yeah. actually in North Dakota. Well, I, I know. <laughs> but, but, oh, yeah, sure, you betcha, don't you? You betcha, don't you? <laughs> don't you know? Oh, yeah. Go up to the lake. <laughs> so is that where your family's from and still at? Yes. Uh, so my parents um, 
live in southern Minnesota in a place called Mankato. If you guys I might actually, Mankato. I believe I have relatives there. Lovely. They didn't. They didn't sound like they had an accent when I met them. Yeah, if you're in southern Minnesota, you don't really have a strong accent. It's the further north you go, the closer to Canada. Yeah, if you if you if you go to if you go to <laughs> Canada or if you hit kind of like the Iron Range area, so up by Duluth, <laughs> that's, that's when you start getting that nice strong Fargo that's accent. That's Duluth for those of you who are in Utah and didn't understand the what she was company. saying. Yeah, there's there is there is a there is a severe lack of th in northern. That's Minnesota. okay. We don't have t's in, should, t's in Utah. Lots of vowels here, mountains. Oh yeah, yeah. There's yeah. only mountains here. There's yeah. no T. There's yeah. no mountains. Yeah. I do like the Duluth Trading Company commercials. Oh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I'm 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 curious. Yes. Um, Jess was asking about questions for this, and and I'm really curious, um, because you don't have a storefront, right? Uh, no, no, not no yet. It's it's in it's in the dreaming planning stages, but it's getting to the point where it's kind of needed. So you have a you, you have obviously the farmers markets which we've talked about and you have mm-hmm. some events and uh, we'll ask you about a lot of those events so that that our listeners can go visit you and try out these delicious caramels and whatever else you you bring. Bread. Um, <laughs> bread if you bring bread, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um but but how do you how do you distribute stuff? I mean, is that your only resource or do you have deals with some local, you know, merchants for for distributing these things? Um, so I sell in a couple of local stores. So I sell through um, Urban Farm and Feed down in Sandy. Uh, the woman who runs that, Marianne Alston, she is the head of the um, Wasatch Front Farmers Market. She started it, I want to say, six years ago now. Um, but she runs that store in addition to running multiple farms. She runs the farmer's market, like mom to two small kids. Like, I don't know how that woman does it. She has way more energy, motivation, drive, <laughs> you name it, than me. Um, but I sell in her store. Um, it's in the old size uh, market. And it's just such a quaint, perfect little piece of history for like a roadside farm stand it's great so i sell in there with a bunch of the other vendors from the farmer's market um and then i'm also down in springville in a new store called lemon and sage and that's just a very food focused um little storefront that has classes they have a little restaurant in there you can come in buy good local products um and it's been really nice just kind of getting all over the place so the the classes that they have down there, I, I hear that you like to teach classes. I do, I do. I haven't started teaching down there. I've mostly been teaching up at um, Alta, actually, through um, the uh, community enrichment program. The, Alta High School? Uh, no, Alta, the ski resort. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> so, sorry. Way up the mountain. A <laughs> little, little bit further east. <laughs> Just, a Just a little. Yeah. <laughs> Another thousand, two thousand feet up. Yeah, you know. <laughs> So what what do you teach? Is it just is it cooking classes? Is it Yeah. Um so I've been teaching uh cooking classes for them. Um I taught uh just like a basic introductory how to do caramel. Um taught everybody the old family recipe that kind of inspired me to start my business. Um gave them little hints, helping tricks just to kind of figure out how to make this not seem so scary. Uh, and then this next month on the 15th of December, I'm actually teaching a class on how to do marshmallows because that's another one that people seem to think is incredibly it's scary. It's not scary at all. It's really not. So I got to tell you, we we were in Denver a couple years ago and we toured the Hammond Candy Factory there in, mm-hmm. in Denver. And the one thing that if I see them, I have to get them are their marshmallows. 
They're like chocolate dipped marshmallows, and we got to watch them making those. That's a just they're amazing. delicious. Marshmallows are one of the most amazing treats ever, and not the stupid jet puffed ones you get at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, no, if you if not you, the ones we st- stick our dogs pills yeah. in. Yeah, no, if you if you can get a really good marshmallow, like that stuff is magic. <laughs> So do you teach the classes as a community thing? Is it to restaurants? Is it to who, who, who do you teach classes to? Um, so right now I'm just targeting the community. Um, my big thing is more, for some reason, people tend to be a little more scared of cooking or they just don't have time for cooking or they never learned how to cook like me. Oh, I learned a little bit, but not, not to the extent that I wanted to. Um, I feel like everyone's just kind of gotten so busy that they're not, going back to these basic skills, we're not being taught these things anymore. Like I remember having to take home ec in middle school and <laughs> I had a grand total, I think of nine months and that was it. And it wasn't even every day when I was in school. So it was, and they were teaching us really, really, really basic things. Um, I think the biggest accomplishment I had in my home ec class was learning how to so sweatpants and they were not good. We, we made throw pillows in mine when I was like in I don't know. Sixth, we made shorts in eighth or grade. Seventh grade. Yeah, I was yep. in middle school. I made a backpack. And we Whoa. had a full Whoa. kitchen. <laughs> we had a full kitchen, but uh, we weren't allowed to cook anything because it was too dangerous. I cooked. But wow. I grew up learning. I how made to cook, eggnog. So. It was delicious. In high school? No. Junior high? In junior high. The good kind? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. <laughs> the kind that you could put stuff in to make the good kind, but not not, not the Jeremy alcohol no. kind. No, yeah. not not your not your eggnog. Not but no, like eggnog from scratch eggnog. With eggs you, like, and use nog. eggs to, Yeah. Wow. Not like you I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. Put a couple <laughs> eggs in it. You're good. Yeah. No, I was I was taught how to use the broiler to take tortilla and melt cheese to kind of make like a really lame quesadilla. <laughs> the kind that my 16 year old makes. So did your mom cook? Did you come from a family of people who? Oh yeah, I came from a big food family. Um, so my mom's parents were farmers. Uh-huh. So my mom grew up on the farm. She helped on the farm. They mostly uh, did corn and soybeans, but they also had sheep. And then um, my dad's family, while they were not cooks primarily, I've got one cousin who's a chef um, who actually had her own restaurant out in California and cooked for Julia Child once, which was Whoa, like wow, very impressive. Um, for those of you youngins that don't know who <laughs> Julia Child is, Google it. Oh, hello. Hello. She drank more than she ate. She's my kind of chef. Well, she, she was incredibly charming. And the, the one takeaway from her was always, you can never have too much butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paula Dean said that too. Yeah, true. but she's not so kindly. <laughs> no, no, she's not. Well, Julia Childs really paved the way for cooking shows. Yeah, she was the pioneer in essence in all of that. So it wasn't the Swedish chef. <laughs> borg, borg, <laughs> smorg. No, I don't think he actually cooked anything. I think he just threw shit. In he, the yeah, air. he threw. A, he made a big mess, and it just made cooking look really fun. Think, and like you didn't do anything. I think he made a bigger mess than the Cookie Monster did. Honestly. I don't know. <laughs> I think that they both cook like my kids cook. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you're, you're teaching classes up there. Are you, are you involved in anything else to try and get people to, to bring food back into the home versus eating out all the time? Um, I mean, it's it's something that I'm just kind of starting to do right now. Um, so I'd like to teach more classes. I'm trying with what I'm doing just to kind of highlight a lot of good local goods. Um, 
like I mentioned earlier, I'm trying to source as locally as I can. So when I'm using stuff to flavor my caramels, um, for example, my coffee caramel, I use um, a local uh, coffee blend from the Bean Hole, who's down in Sugar House, that mm-hmm. I met at one of the farmer's markets. The chili caramels that I do, I use Chili Beaks mm-hmm. chili oil. That was good. I love um, them. So I've, I've got that Earl Grey lemon. It's uh, the Queen's Tea. Um, uh, the honey I'm using, uh, from Weed Family Farms, it's a local raw honey. So I'm trying to highlight, like, there's a lot that I use, but I'm trying to highlight all of these good local products showing you, hey, this is here. Someone's making this. This is what I did with it. Maybe you should go try something else with it. That's fantastic. I, I don't think enough places do a lot of locally sourced ingredients. So. We, You would be surprised this year. There's been an amazing surgence of people that are, I mean, PJK's Creamery is that every single week their ice cream was based off of stuff they bought at the farmer's market. And the next week that's what, and that's that pumpkin beer ice cream mm-hmm. upstairs. upstairs. Oh yeah, that's still my freezer. I had to try that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so at the there's farmer's pumpkin hand pies up there you can have pumpkin ice cream with. Oh, mm-hmm. that's deep. So, so uh, <laughs> you have an online store. I went yes. and looked, and it's a it's an Etsy store, right? Yes. Um, how how is that for you? I mean, is that producing a, a lot of revenue for you, or is it difficult? Are you finding the farmers markets better? Um, Etsy's a different beast, just because it's more. You can order from anywhere, so it's you don't get as much of a personal connection as you do if you're at the farmers markets or you're doing a bigger event or you're I'm I'm much more of a one-on-one kind of person. I like that connection, that contact that you get with people um by actually meeting them, learning who's making your stuff. Um finding out more about the ingredients. Um, whereas Etsy, it's nice that all of these other people who are around the country or around the world can order stuff from me, but I don't think it's as personal. Um, the other thing with Etsy too, is it's kind of a little bit of a beast. It's, you have to spend so much more time on there updating and it's more, I would rather spend my time on social media and just kind of promoting, hey, this is where I'm at, this is what I'm doing, and have it be more of like a local thing here. And then if I get the added bonus that I get from that, fantastic. If not, honestly, it doesn't make a huge dent. So I hear you're into uh, home brewing as well. <laughs> that I am. <laughs> <laughs> we talk. We, we've been talking over the past few weeks, actually, with quite a few different local distilleries, uh, a cider house. Uh, we haven't talked to a brewery yet, though, have we? No, not yet. I don't yet. think you've talked to a brewer yet. Yeah. You're, you're first. Just a cidery so and wondered. a distillery. <laughs> Ogden Zone last week, the Five Wives Vodka, they were here last week. Oh, Nice. So what got you into brewing? Um, so <laughs> a while ago, I'm kind of forgetting. I want to say it's been about 10 years or so. My dad um, actually wanted to get into home brewing. So I got him a little starter kit. It was one of those Mr. Beers that you can pick up at Target or something. <laughs> and the beer is not great. But hey, you're making beer. Um, so I got him one of those. And he really took to it and just started kind of building and building and building. And finally was just like, this is so great. I'm going to save beer from, from all of my brews and you can have it when you're home. Well, it it's 
that's a great thought, but when I'm living a thousand miles away, by the time I get the beer, it's not very good. So I eventually just said, well, screw this. I'm going to just make my own. Did I send them to you? I, or just when you went home to visit? It was it was when I went home to visit. I think it was kind of like a motivator, like, hey, come home and visit. Or the thought process didn't go far enough to think, hey, maybe if I bubble wrapped this and I can ship it to you. And I didn't think of it either. I just got frustrated and decided to start doing it myself. <laughs> it's kind of been a motto I've had since I was like really, really little. Like my parents would ask me if I wanted to do something and like two or three year old me would be, I do myself. So <laughs> So what kind of brews have you made? Oh, my God. I've made all kinds of different things, like everything from cider to Saison to uh, IPAs, Gosa, all of it. <laughs> What's your favorite that you've made? Oh, um, probably my favorite that I've made is um, one that I actually took the flavor and translated it to a caramel. Um, I made a hibiscus black pepper Saison. Mm. I hate black pepper, and that is a great caramel. I just mm. want you to know that. <laughs> well, it sounds like a good combination. It. <laughs> it sounds like a really good combination for a beer. No, it's, it's <laughs> no, the caramel's good too. Yeah, no, it's it's great in a beer. the The caramel's nice. It kind of gives it like a nice little tartness. Everybody gets scared about the black pepper, but honestly, you don't even know it's there. But in a beer, oh my god! <laughs> so, These guys are like huge beer dudes. So, so is it a hobby? Or are you doing? Is the the brewing getting to be more and more or is it just something you do occasionally when no the the brewing is just like hobby stress release that's like my fun happy time um and i'm fortunate enough to have a very nice large homebrew club that i'm a part of um where it's it's all ladies well that's awesome cool you don't hear a lot of ladies doing homebrew periods let alone in utah well, actually, um, we are, so the, the homebrew club that I'm a part of were the hop bombshells. <laughs> That's um, awesome. we've been around, I want to say, gosh, like four years, five years, something like that now. Um, started right around when I moved back. So about four years, I think. Um, and we're actually the first all female homebrew club registered in the country. That's awesome. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. cool. Um, but yeah. it's have meetings. To get we to- do. We we get together and we meet um, at the beer nut once a month. It's the second Thursday every month. Um, we talk about styles of beers. We do science experiments. We do group brews quarterly. Um, we take little field trips, and naturally, we drink. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys share your brews then with each other. Oh, well. yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, everybody always brings in beer to every single meeting. Like, we'll have critiques if you want it. Otherwise, just like, hey, I made this thing. Drink it. <laughs> can can anybody join? No, you it? can't. The, well, obviously. Any, any, any one of the female persuasion is more than welcome to join but the first meeting. Jess and I free. can. You two should. Yeah, no, first first meeting's always free for the ladies. See? I don't know if I could see you uh, making beer. No, because I don't like beer. <laughs> I think it's gross. Yeah, but maybe you just haven't had the right one. Maybe Everybody says that. It's like about jerky. You just haven't had my jerky. No, I don't like beer. People are like, here, drink this. It's it's cider. No, it's no. cider beer. I don't like it. It's gross. Somebody handed me something in the dark once. I, oh, it's it's just a drink. I'm like, oh, Okay. It's like this this tastes funny. This cider tastes funny. They're like, no, no, it's fine. I'm like, all right, wait a minute. Flashlight. Hey, this is beer. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just don't like it. I uh, I think I the know. craziest homebrew I've ever had. Uh my buddy Zach years ago made a uh, a banana brew. Oh, that doesn't even sound good. It wasn't bad. 
but it wasn't great. <laughs> I mean, you could already get like the banana y bubblegummy flavor yeah. if you're sticking to more like Belgian style. So. I had a chocolate it beer was that really wasn't too banana-y. bad once. Mm. Chocolate beer is deceiving, it doesn't taste like chocolate. This one did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I like a good stout, so a good chocolate stout's always pretty tasty. I think. Definitely. I mean, it was like it was tolerable because anything with chocolate is tolerable. <laughs> and it tasted like chocolate. It tasted like chocolate. Huh? Interesting. I mean, it wasn't like a chocolate. It wasn't like I put a Hershey bar in my <laughs> mouth or something. But yes, right. it had. It. Well, that's not even a good chocolate to begin with. Well, so. no, but <laughs> point. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> So, uh, point. tell us about what, what you've got coming up. You said you had a, like a whole week full of crazy events. What, 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 what oh, all yeah. coming up? Um, so every Wednesday all the way through, um, until just before Christmas, I'm at the Sugar House Farmer's Market. There's, since it's the winter season, it's their Sugar House Holiday Market. Um, and it's in Wilmington Plaza, which is just kind of behind the Whole Foods and the Bed Bath and Beyond, kind of over by, um, uh, the new spits that's down there, the Somi Vietnamese that's down there, the rest, if you'd like a good cocktail. Um, so it's all kinds of people who were in the summer's farmer's market um, over at the uh, Fairmont Park. Otherwise, it's a few new ones, too. Uh, live music. They've got fire pits. They have light art outside. It's really cool. Hmm. Um, so I'll be there. They're also doing, um, in, in conjunction with other things, uh, the... Uh, they're doing like this winter festival that uh, you can go meet Santa at the Sugar Shack. You can go see Santa. Elsa. Um, they'll ride in. Santa they'll ride in on you. on tracks. Um, but they're doing that in the old DI. Um, that's on, what I was going to say. Saturday. I was going to ask you if that's where it was, since it's not. Since so, the DI's not yeah. there do you anymore. have a permanent booth, or is it when you get there they put you wherever, or, or do you have a permanent location where people can come find you every week? Um, so with Sugar House, it's like super, super small. So it's, they just, we tend to be in the same row, but honestly, it's about 20 vendors at the most. So mm. it's very easy to find us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so, uh, Saturday, I want to say it's from 10 till 4. Um, so that's at the old DI. Also on Saturday, I'll be down at Lemon and Sage, uh, down in Springville. Uh, they're doing their little holiday market just to kind of help promote for the holiday. So people will be there sampling. They're going to have lunch. They're, uh, giving away a $25 gift certificate. That's um, a long drive. It's a, it's a wee bit of a hike. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I went down there to stock up the store. Um, it's, it's a newer thing for me to go down there. Um, so I went and stocked up the store last month and it was just, this quaint little area just south of Provo. I'd never been there before, but I <laughs> liked it. And the space that they have is just gorgeous. It's this um, two-story building, and it has kind of like a loft feel to it. Very, like, good, cool market. Mojo. Oh, awesome. Yes, yeah, it, it awesome. has a, it has an amazing feel where, and so much light. Where do you get your lavender that you use in your... Uh... Um, so I have a local source um, that it's, it's an organic lavender because there's a bunch of lavender farms just south of springville actually oh yeah <laughs> the, uh, who, who is it the, the young living, young living. that's yeah. the biggest one i think there, yeah. that is not where i get it but. <laughs> <laughs> no, no no they they charge a lot more than probably what you pay to get lavender yeah much more there, theirs goes into oils that people sniff and they are suddenly better 
for some reason. Essential oils. <laughs> Essential. What, what, whatever, whatever you believe <laughs> whatever in makes you feel better. You know what if makes if, if feel it better. works for you. Caramels. These caramels hey, make they you were feel better. <laughs> so this is the kind of snake oil that I like is that's, the caramels. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a tangible snake oil that you can eat. Delicious. <laughs> um, so yeah, so there's those, um, they're doing the kickoff party for, um, the uh, Salt Lake Art Council up at Finch Lane Gallery. So that's the art barn up by the U. Um, that's running all month long. Um, and it's the first year that they're allowing food in. So, yay. yay. Um, so I'll be in there. Uh, so we're doing opening night party on Friday this week. Um, so you can find me there all month. And then I'm getting ready to do Salt and Honey. Um, they're coming back and they're running full weeks uh, so they're starting next week. They'll be open from Tuesday through Saturday. The week after that, it's Monday through Saturday. They're doing an opening night party on Monday that you can get tickets to, have discount on shopping, party with the makers. There's live music. There's food, all kinds of fun stuff. And then um, not this weekend, but starting back up again the weekend following, I'm going to be doing the Trolley Square gift market. Oh, wow. wow. So, yeah. So that's upstairs by um, Old Spaghetti Factory and Desert Edge Pub. Um, they've got about 40 different vendors and it's all unique handmade local stuff, um, that you really cannot find anywhere else. So just food or no, 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 no. Like there's barely any food there. So there's like a couple of us. So I know I'm there. Um, Salcitas Mendoza's is there. Um, the dream catchers. They do have, they do have dream catchers. Uh, they've got dream catchers. <laughs> they've got knitting. <laughs> but they've got they've got jewelry they've got skincare they've got uh pottery um visual art there's there's so many things there (laughs) hey babe you were asking uh about my mom's christmas present (laughs) (laughs) she she, she'd love it actually you you didn't hear the story my my mom a few years ago (laughs) Was so proud of this Christmas tree. She does themed trees. She did a dream catcher tree. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> she has like, la- so, so Chris, like, jokingly, which she loves, she has a lamp that's a, a stag leaping with the spike that come, you know, for the lampshade comes out of its head. She loves it. It's like out, a prominent, prominently displayed in her house. And so we, we buy her all sorts of things that you're like, oh, that is tacky as hell. <gasps> Guess who would like that? <laughs> and then we buy it, and she puts it up in her house, and we go there, and we're like, oh, "Look, she loved it." Yeah, we bought her a uh, we, we bought her a uh, fan, uh, a ceiling fan, and it had this like wrought iron, outdoorsy like bear and, and elk trees and, and trees and like wrought oh iron. Oh So we get it there, <laughs> and I'm like, I couldn't remember if you had a ceiling fan or not, but I saw this and I thought it was totally something that would fit your house, and sure enough. Sure as shit, on her like entertainment center, she's got this long runner light that's the exact same pattern. pattern it it co- as coordinated the, as with the, the ceiling fan. fan. No way. Yeah, so I definitely know my mother if, if there's any. Oh my god, I that's amazing! Say. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there are so many Christmas decorations or holiday knickknacky whatnots that are just so horrible and awful <laughs> and yet i have such a soft spot in my heart for just anything delightfully kitschy like it's just you probably like, love my tree then oh my friends and i we would do like bad movie marathons and we'd pick like a star of the day and we would just watch every single bad movie so Poor we're talking best. like arnold schwarzenegger nicholas cage we had a bill murray day uh my favorite though was probably uh steve gutenberg so that was that was fantastic <laughs> 
Sounds right. like when you and Angie watch really bad horror. Yeah, films. we have we had bad we have bad movie nights. We'll watch things like Poultrygeist. Mm. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Poultrygeist, I love that Killer clowns from outer space. Oh, classic. Uh, we tried to watch Deathbed, the bed that eats people once. Um, <laughs> this is really <laughs> terrible. Um, if if you're looking for one, um, there's there's a lovely uh, cult German film uh, called Killer Condoms. <laughs> um, Wow, that's yes. that's a new one. I yes. have not. He's, he's writing that so, one down. So it's it, it <gasps> that takes it takes Christmas place at a uh, special special type of uh, hotel that charges by a much shorter period of time, like an hour, <laughs> about fifteen yes. minutes. <laughs> Depends, um, but uh, so it takes place there, and there is a condom on the loose that is biting off certain parts of the male anatomy <laughs> and murdering them. And then there's a, a German police detective so, that's going through and trying to solve. We, we might know what the name of this episode is. So Jess and I are... are, are <laughs> it, it does it's have a bonus for Jess and I again. We're on the good end of this. We can be with the part of the brewery and we don't get anything bitten off by the condom. So that was a plus. Yeah, it's just a, it's just wind column for the ladies tonight. This is just all bad. All bad for us, Chris. All bad tonight. It really is. It really is. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, wh- where can people find you, Emily? Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, so you, everywhere that I listed, I'm all over the place. Uh, you can find me online at indulgeeats.com. Um, it has everything that I do. You can hit me up with an email. I do special requests. Like I said, I'm doing a birthday cake this week. I've done catering for stuff up at the U. I've done stuff for, uh, business, other companies. Did you like business parties, whatever. Oh yeah. Or? No, um, I did one, uh, for um like a product party over at um beer bones uh living cool. amazing local company cool uh we have one more question for you yes it's, it's something we ask every guest um so you've been back and forth from utah minnesota and wherever else but uh what's the one thing that you would tell someone that they had to do in utah before they left the state if they were visiting here oh my god um Probably the one thing that I would say you absolutely have to do um, is is something that I did back when I was still in my old life and working on movies. Um, I was shooting a documentary out on the Salt Flats and was watching a land speed record get set. And it was the closest thing I've ever had to a religious experience at all. Just being out there on the Salt Flats, like you can see the cars on the road, but you can't really hear them. And it's incredibly still. There's no bugs. You can see the curvature of the earth. Like, it's it's the closest thing I've had to, like, talking to God. So I would definitely say go out there and check it out because it is just so... It You can, you can go to other places in the world and see it, but it's hard to find those places. And it's just, it's here in our backyard. That's cool. Well, salt, thanks. Salt Flats, that's very cool. Yeah, I think you're that's the first. That's a first. I was just going to say, that. I was I, waiting for her to say something about cool. the, you know, Moab and stuff that we always get. Actually, so good go job. Down, I didn't go down there until uh, last year for the first time. I had a friend get married down there. I Yeah, my daughter is going to school down in Cedar City, so she's like right in the middle of all the parks, but I haven't really ever been to many of them. Yeah. Yeah, but Salt Flats, good answer. Thank yeah, you. It's Thank a you. great answer. Uh, well, again, you can uh, find Emily at indulgeeats.com uh, and go visit her at 
really, if there's a farmer's market going on, it sounds like she's probably got a presence. I, uh, I, I like being out and about amongst my peoples. <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing the food to the people, so all you got to do is, is go to cool places. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Emily. Thank you, guys. Thank you.